0: Six. I'm officially on man Check, check, check. Yeah, it's a day after Chuck's birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you. I know uh, all our listeners sent you many cards and letters. Overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah, overwhelmed. <laughs> Haven't gotten through all of the papers yet. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-six. Bring now. them in, boys. <laughs> beep. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> Boop. I'll be forty-four in October. That'll be fun. I'm telling you, man. This I've aged more in this past year than I have in the in the previous 45. Really? Yes. That's fun. It's I mean 44. You fun. Know, it's fun just, to look forward to. Well, no. I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's just like um, my intestinal issues. Like my digestion has really just taken a shit on me. Uh, but that's because I eat a certain thing pretty much all the time. And then when I step outside of it, it makes my hiatal hernia act up so bad. Like today, I just, it, I, I'll i have a hard time talking and then getting a breath because I feel like I'm running out of breath when that's actually not what's happening. Your hiatal hernia just presses on your diaphragm and makes you feel like you're not getting, not getting a breath, hmm. which is completely unpleasant. So, yeah, and then I uh, get a good burp up. And then it pretty much all goes away. But then I I, I can't eat. Like, the, of course, when I was up there, we had, you know, cake. Going and, ham. You know, well, I mean, it was Maddie's half birthday. So we, you know, had a room full of kids. We had cupcakes and pizza. And that pizza was pretty Where'd you get good. pizza from? Owls. Um, um, okay. Pizza Owls. Yeah, Pizza Owls. Yeah. It was really good. I know about Pizza Owls. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was up there. Large were, um, pizzas. When I lived there, I don't think it was up there. But I mm-hmm. know the few times I've been back since then, it's mm-hmm. become a thing. Yeah. It was really good pizza else And then we had cupcake cupcakes from Sam's. That was good. <laughs> Sam's shit. Um, for, uh, Emma's birthday back in January or whenever the fuck it was December. Uh, they got pizzas from Sam's. Mm-hmm. Those fuckers are good. Yeah. Those fucking pizza. I mean, they're good. all, I mean, Sam's is like, it's a business model that not a, people, a lot of people will agree with, but it works. I mean, I would love to shop there. Like, I mean, Morgantown is like—it's all the bustle. By the way, uh, their are roads, I hate. Like, it's it's, it's, a, it's it, a town built for eight thousand people that they jam fifty thousand yeah. people into for yeah. eight months out of the year. Exactly, yeah, and and it feels like it. And um, you know, we were we actually were near Parksville, only place in the world that is uphill both ways. Yeah, yeah, it is. You drove up there. It was uphill going up there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Then guess what? It was uphill. Motherfucking come back. uphill coming back. Yeah, right. That's crazy. It is. Um, no, then we were near Purse Glove, Which Purse was, Glove. Was, did you go to Australia? <laughs> no, it's a small. Seems it's like a, <laughs> We lived there until I was like two. We lived in Morgantown when I was born and, and then moved to illustrious Boomer, West Virginia. Um, uh, all um, those West Virginia hills. Uh, um, All those pastel houses. I like Boomer. I like the pastel houses. When I Boomer like was a is a nice little town. I mean, it used to be a lot nicer, but um, I like the streets are on a grid. That's nice mm-hmm. down um, on the bottom. Yeah. Um, but well, it's not a grid necessarily because you you drive. It's like a. Four, it's, like, it's like a. Half, it's a comb. It's a four. A comb yeah, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a. It's an Afro pick exactly. We ain't found shit. <laughs> um, we, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the desert. That's something we got to talk to because I think of was Rick Moranis in Favorite Things. It's, it's a big one. And we can actually... Oh, boy. Um, it's a good one, though. Um, no, we had lots of fun. Like, I got all kinds of really nice presents. And, you know, I, I so enjoy being with the family up there. It's just, you know, it's absolutely uh, me and the baby play we you know got squirt guns and we're running outside playing playing squirt guns that's just that's fun have you You seen the jail blasters yet no jail blasters or it sounds like i'm saying jail but i mean gel yeah they're little they're little balls of eight water that are like in a gelatin thing Mm. and you that you shoot them like paintballs but when they just disintegrate and disappear whenever huh. they're done, so there's no cleanup. Oh, that's actually kind of it's neat. It's pretty neat. Yeah. We had a big <clears throat> moment with them in the warehouse at work. You we were shooting each other? At we point? would be co- coming <laughs> around the corner and use your <laughs> over your head, you shit would getting hit, and you'd have to take cover. <laughs> I love work. People almost got fired over it. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Shouldn't be doing that, apparently. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, um, one of my favorite things to do at work is we used to take the styrofoam containers, and when you smash them in the head with them, it makes a big sound. Oh, yeah. So you come up behind them and smash them. Ah, yeah. my God, King. <laughs> <laughs> it's something the Norman Norman Smiley would have done. <laughs> yeah, <it would've>. <laughs> <laughs> God, what a fucking great character. The Big Wiggle. He was fucking awesome. He was a Brit. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think he was a decorated Greco-Roman wrestler. Was he really? Yeah, I think he was. I could see that was built like. He, a brick he house. was a big dude, man. Big dude. He was just goofy looking. Yeah. You know? Well, any time you have a standalone mustache, well, with, well, on a black man in 1997, it just seems weird and with, his, with, that, and with the half And his head wasn't shaved. Yeah, a half. But row. it wasn't a full afro either. It was a half row. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, but he was so fucking charismatic. Yeah, he, he, he it was a nothing fucking. I mean, Norman they didn't smiling. give him anything to work no. with. So it was like, and well, that, daddy's got to start. Doing he just came up with the big wiggle. And daddy's got got to start dancing. Something got to sell some motherfucking. Oh shit! It's like him. Ernest the Cat Williams. Yeah, he was fucking. Somebody great. better call my mom. Wow. <laughs> Whoops! Somebody's <in> butt. <laughs> Scott Norton kicked his ass every fucking week. Of course he did. It was Scott great. Norton was a refrigerator, dude. <laughs> you know he was a world champion arm wrestler. Yeah, yeah. of course he was. I mean, like this man was. He's five 5'11", 483 pounds, <laughs> not an ounce of fat on him, but somehow looked fat. It was amazing. Yeah, he's just one of those genetic, like, you put him on a battlefield in ancient Rome and he would be the guy. Slap a fucking shield on him and give him a fucking. He would have to ride to battle on a, on a fucking elk or a fucking. He almost got killed. Elephant. In, he almost got killed in Japan. Probably. No, no not in uh, North Korea. That, that seems to make sense. I mean, it was like, they were, no, was it North Korea or China they went to? It was North Korea. They went to a bunch of them. It was North Korea because yeah. they were like, you know, don't don't fuck around here. And dudes, like, like, had him in a room and, you know, they were questioning him. He was really menacing. He's just like, uh, you know, that he did something he shouldn't have done. Like, I, I can't remember the full story. It was on um, one of the dark side of the ring. Yeah. Have you seen the fucking lineup for that this year? I've not Type that up real quick. And see if you don't just get play the theme song. An absolute chub. Play the theme song real quick so the episode can officially begin. Oh wow! What? Are, are you looking up the uh... four episodes this year? Uh, Chris and Tammy, which would be Chris Candido and uh, Sonny. Yeah. A, a Magnum TA episode. Yeah, he got in that huge car wreck and destroyed his career and everything. A uh, Graham Dynasty, which are the, the Graham Dynasty, which I'm guessing will be about Billy Graham. Yeah. Superstar Billy Graham. I mean, there wasn't a dynasty. He didn't have any kids to wrestle, did he? I have no idea. But. What he did do is inspire Ric Flair. Ah, uh, I got you. They all took his Scott gimmick. Scott Steiner. Yeah. They all took his gimmick, didn't they? Ric Flair took many people's gimmicks. And yeah, then, but And then he, he became Ric Flair. He just did them better. Well, yeah. I you, mean, it, you steal. Good artist steal. Right. Uh, the last episode will be about Doink the Clown, which is an actual very interesting story. Well, I mean, what is the story with that? It's an extremely interesting story. Like Violet and all that stuff? Um, no, it's just he was a, sort of a, the guy that played a Matt- horn yeah um was like a journeyman I wrestler it, like they could never find anything to work for him but he was really good in the ring mm-hmm. and then they just gave him the doink gimmick and it, it got over and he sort of went nuts and and then they just kept replacing him he was cokey the clown or something got yeah. coked up they just kept replacing Doink because it's a, it's the paint that people care about. It's not the guy underneath. Well, the paint. I know, but uh, but it was the guy underneath the paint that people liked sure. or didn't like because right. he went both ways. He was a heel and a baby. And well, life. they couldn't all be um, the the gobbledygooker. Yeah, that was so fucking terrible, dude. That was such such a big reveal. They were going oh, to God. Have. It's almost as bad as the Shockmaster. Nothing's as, <laughs> the, the Shockmaster. <laughs> it's like the Room, the movie, The Room. Yeah. Like they thought it was going to be so good. And why would they think that? And his tugboat coming out of busting well, through the I wall mean, after he's already been tugboat and everybody knows who he is. He so didn't they, bust they, he tripped through the wall. Yeah, somebody accident they and it fell <laughs> he fell he fell on his face and and um they had they got a stormtrooper helmet and put a bunch of glitter on it. That yeah. was his helmet. And he had a cape. And then off screen, Ole Anderson is doing his voice. Yeah, that voice I'm where you always where master. you always feel like you're being scolded. Yeah. Yeah. It's and um, you kind of are. Like Oli like to scold. I mean, should we watch the Shockmaster thing? Yeah, let's thing? do it. I mean, why wouldn't we watch the Shockmaster I like hearing uh, them defend it, you know, because it's completely indefensible. I think uh, Flair talked about it a little bit on the Rogan podcast Did that he, he was on. Yeah. Was that a good... Because yeah, it was on... Was that a good ep? Yeah. Yeah. Because no, 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 no. this was on his little segment whenever they weren't letting him wrestle in the early 90s. Why weren't they letting him wrestle? Jim Hurd was a dipshit. He wanted to change his gimmick to... Uh, to uh, just be management or something. No, they wanted to cut his hair and make him Spartacus because he looks Slayer? like Tony Curtis. Yes. That makes no fucking sense. You yeah. you oh, Sid's losing his mind. It seems the British Bulldogs there for some reason. Oh, God. You this close to war gave. To tell everybody who your partner is. Well, do you want me to tell hey, you what's I'm talking? No, you don't know what I'm talking. Well, what would I do? Oh god, this is painful, dude. Sometimes in wrestling due to the medium. It's just really, it can be really great or really painful, or sometimes the painful things are really funny. Well, at this time, they didn't have really any direction. They were just like, uh, you guys just go out there and argue a little bit. And, well, who was uh, doing the writing? They didn't have any, like a guy that wasn't a wrestling guy was running the company. At the that's time. not Vince Russo, is it? Jim Hurd. Oh, that's, it's Jim, I know who Jim Hurd is. Yeah. I didn't know he was doing the writing as well. This is when they got rid of uh, Cornette, Dusty, oh, Dusty God, was gone. Cornette's fucking, Jim Cornette I wish we could get him on this fucking podcast. He is dad. the coolest, coolest fucking guy ever. We might be able to get him on here. I don't know. He might. He's a, something. A, sure. What the hell? I'll do it. It's gonna be all I have to say is all I have to say is our partner is going. To They're all not facing the, the camera. He is. Yeah, I mean, no stage direction. The Shack Master. The shack master! <laughs> <laughs> it's tugboat. Oh, But he was a big fucking dude, man. His arms were like 20, 25 inches around. Dumb. Yeah. I don't care who you are, boy. I don't give a damn. Oh, God. Who you are. This is really bad. You're gonna have us. You're gonna benefit. Booker T <laughs> with a Dashiki on. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. No. <laughs> So bad. They need to have a Get ready They really Come need on, to have a fucking behind the of ring me. about this you want a piece of The me. dark side of the ring I mean Come and But it's more comical me. than it is Come so stupid said, I'm ready Along with Davy Boy Sting and Dusty Rhodes I'm not ready even sure if he me? ever made the match No They immediately yanked it he though he did this gimmick for a little while. Really? Yeah, but like they took the helmet off of him and everything. You remember uh, when uh, Kevin Sullivan was trying to kill Hulkamania? Yeah, of course. I and remember. he brought out uh, Tiny Zeus Liston as the gangster. Yeah, Z gangster. Yeah, and then uh, they brought that fucking guy who probably died of steroid overdose behind the backstage that day called the Final Solution, who's one of the biggest fucking human beings I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He was bigger than both Road Warriors. <laughs> combined dude he was you remember do you remember that guy no see if you you can look that up that guy was fucking gigantic that's an odd name to have yes why do you think it didn't get over the final solution are you fucking kidding me who fucking wrote that and thought it was okay robert swanson that guy that's jeep Swenson, actually yeah yeah i didn't know that was him yeah look how big that fucking dude was man Jesus Christ. He died. How old was he when he died? Like 40, maybe 40. He died in 1997. Born. He's 30 or 40. He was 40. Jesus. You can't you can't drink steroids. The Ultimate Solution it. debuts. It was the Ultimate Solution, not the uh, Final No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, WWE cleaned it up for their uh, against Z Gangsta <laughs> in 1996. The Alliance to end Hulkamania. Yeah. The, they ran a gimmick the alliance with, to end Hulkamania <laughs> the, they ran a gimmick uh, that they did in WWF because remember around uh, No Holds Barred Zeus came in and did a uh, a spot on Wrestlemania or whatever the fuck it was it might have been Saturday Night's main event but <laughs> i tell you what what it's around, oh my oh, no. gosh Zeus <laughs> <laughs> He had who, who is that? You saw the movie. You Look idiot. at the size that he's so big, he's fat. And there's not an ounce of fat on him. That's just what happens when you suck steroids for, you know, 20 years. He probably started, well, no, he probably started when he was 18. So he, he got 22 probably pretty great years of life. I mean, it looks like he, he was winded walking down to the ring because he, that's just the same as being obese. This was right before I started watching it again. This is 96. Around this time at uh, Bash at the Beach is when uh, Hogan came out to save save uh, the guys from the— And then he turned on them. Then him. he turned. Dude, the greatest heel turn in the history of fucking wrestling. Yeah, no no matter what though. anybody fucking says, nothing else comes close. Flair was always a heel, but he was a heel that would be on the good guy's side. Sometimes. I mean? Yeah. But he was always a heel, but like right. freaking macho man went back and forth. Mach. The only guy, Sting never became heel until super late after it mattered. Right. But Hogan was always a good guy. You could always rely on Hogan. Absolutely. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, blah, blah, blah. And everybody started hating it after a while. Right. So in 1996, they are like, you know what? We've been doing this for about 20 years. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, um. Mix it up a little bit. Let's really fuck everybody up. Right. Let's really fuck everybody up. He was always a heel, Hogan. Yes, he would always. He uh, did heel moves. He did heel moves. He would hit people with chairs. He would choke people with his shirt after he ripped it off. Yes. He would scratch their backs, all poke their shit. eyes. He did all kinds of heel shit. Right. He tried to fuck Macho Man's wife. Looked at her with lust in his eyes. I remember that. That's what uh, killed uh, killed the superpowers. The mega powers. The mega powers. The mega powers yeah. Yep. Uh. Anyway, episode 418. Um, the 10 wildly most offensive uh, wrestlers. Yeah, he was the final solution, too. Yes. In uh, Smoky Mountain, they called him the final solution. Dude, look how big I, I mean, look how big a dude's arms are. Huh. This is one of them listicles that you got to click through. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to click all the way through this. You're fucking clickbait bullshit. I hate you. Robert Swenson. Jeep Swenson. He was in... um, What was he in? Um, He was in Batman and Robin. Was he a Bane? Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Him being a Bane? Yes. Batman and Robin is a very bad movie. I'm sure you agree. It's really... It's... When they gave it to Joel Schumacher, he didn't understand that the 60s Batman, which we all love, was gone and people didn't want him to come back. You know, he didn't understand Tim Burton. See, Tim Burton's was campy to a certain degree, but it wasn't that. So then he brought it back. It was just dumb. It's just not good. From everything I'm hearing about the Flash, um, it's eventually it's just great. a Batman movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm so. I'm down. Great. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sweet. But I, it, uh, it's they're saying it's really good, right? Yeah, everybody. Indiana says Jones, on the awesome. other hand, is people are saying it's not very. good. Yes, people are saying it's awful. <sighs> that is such a fucking bummer. The well, they should have let the guy that makes the good movies like um, uh, Logan just make a movie. Well, they they didn't to see that's what happened. They were on his back the whole time. It seems like that's. Probably what happened. I mean, you'd think that the guy that made Logan would uh, that's gonna and that's gonna kill his fucking career, like because that 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 makes him you know a a draw at best. You make Logan arguably the greatest fucking comic book movie ever made. I mean, that's a that's some heavy company, but that is dude, it's it's pretty fucking good, yeah. And then you make that. I'm gonna give it a shot. I love Indiana Jones movies. I might like it, so I'm not gonna immediately judge but from what i'm hearing man why that being said though i watched the beginning of quantum mania is not that bad the beginning it's of that, it's not that bad well i mean i saw what about all of it i'm saying i, I got to see it seemed like it might be good right sure, and I've, and i think it would have gotten better you know as we went um i just there were some things that didn't work you know Michelle Pfeiffer knowing something and having not told anybody and then Freedom Fighter stuff. I was like, ah, guys, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, and Bill Murray, not being able to be Bill Murray, you know, he was just, he was wasted, you know. Could have been a really great character and from the beginning I saw him, I really don't like this Didn't character. even know who was in it. Um, You know, it's just, it's like him being in Charlie's Angels. Like he just, I don't think he necessarily did it for a paycheck but he was just doing something because he wanted to do something and the big paycheck didn't hurt. Bill Murray's made like he didn't. This well, is the make. thing. You, whenever you're making a movie, you don't know if it's going to be any good. It can seem like the the takes are being made and everything. Well, seems when it was, good. and it was started being made years ago when Marvel was still in the good. See, the thing about it is all this crap that Disney's been putting out. They just had to run with it because they're like, we know this is going to be bad, so we're going to create a, a, a bad. We're going to create the, you know, we're going to neg everybody. Mm-hmm have a bad era so whenever things get halfway decent again we don't know it's like, not only that but they're, they're going to attack the fans so they can try to get some sympathy watches and th- things like that and you know you know how it's it's what they did for yeah. obi-wan and all that stuff you don't like moses uh what's her name so you're a racist no she just sucks. just complete assassination of a character with obi-wan it was multiple characters were one good scene one good scene But a scene that is so inexplicably have them to be so overpowered, and this a few years years later, and they're both become crippled with the force. You didn't seem there is nobody in charge. You know, it's a bunch of creative. You have to have the girl, let the creative people do the thing, but there has to be an overriding. That's why James Gunn is going to succeed. He is going to succeed. The people in charge at uh, Disney, like, there's a separate, like, the people in charge of. uh, of uh, Star Wars, like the Kathleen Kennedy, I think not a Star Wars fan. Some, some for some reason, she's in charge of it. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, the people in charge of Marvel, not really comic book fans. I'm not a comic book fan. I'm a movie fan. So that's that can it is, work though. It, it can work but, if you understand how to make a story. But you should at least invest in the character and read what they've done. Like when they were bragging about She Hulk, never read a comic. I mean, it's apparent that you didn't because you brought on megan the stallion and had her twerk with she hulk and think that's good mm-hmm. it isn't and i love she hulk i was a massive she hulk fan i love the the, the the john byrne comic i'm talking about from the from the 80s it was tremendous it was a great comic fourth wall breaking you know she would rip a page mm-hmm. like and go and walk through the ads to get to the next page fucking great stuff one of the covers said uh if you don't start buying my comic i'm going to come to your house and rip up all your (laughs) x-men she's standing there holding the comic one of the greatest covers ever and a and a very awesome engaging character you know girl uh, girl power but without all the fucking just op stuff where and the mary sue what they do is they take the girl power thing a little too far to where they're just men with vaginas and tits well i don't think it's that it's that they they're afraid to have a woman to be beaten So the thing where she's training with the Hulk and she's beating one of the most powerful heroes in creation. But then even when he had to show her that he was stronger than her, she had to say something shitty about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm shown. Like, You're not the Hulk. You're Hulk-like and you are a Hulk, but you aren't the Hulk. That's the Hulk. The, that, guy, the guy who fought Thanos, and wanna, if he had got another shot at him, could have beaten him. You want to talk about character assassination. There's a guy, like, his character Dude, got assassinated. But you know, but you don't understand why that is. Well, I mean... There are lots of circumstances why yeah, I'm sure. is. I'm sure. But like, him being embarrassed, embarrassed to be the Hulk instead of... Not wanting to turn into the Hulk because he doesn't want to rage Cart out and anybody. kill people. Right. That's that's the that's a different thing. But and like, also him being embarrassed about it and be like, oh, I'm just, look how dumb he is. Huh? Yeah, he's dumb. But that's why he's awesome. Right. I mean, but also the thing where he's this fucking this thing that can fight, you know, anything and turn the battle to. I mean, I understand it would have turned the balance of power too much in their favor in uh, Endgame. I get that. If you throw the Hulk out there, full powered. You know, ready to roll, that motherfucker's gonna do some fucking damage. And he's going to slant the battle too much in your favor. It's almost unfair. I get it. That's why they had to depower him for that. I didn't necessarily agree with that. I like to I would have liked to see him fight Thanos again and beat his ass before people pull him apart again. You know what I mean? Um But in game, there's nothing there's nothing not to like about that movie. I mean it's just There's some things not to like. Like what? Well, I mean the entire premise. I still love the movie, but... No, it it owns the premise and realizes that it's silly. Like, you snap your fingers and... And there's not enough resources, so you snap your fingers and half of everything dies. Why let not that, Why let, not snap let your let fingers and make more resources? Let that go. That is an absolute, <laughs> that is the best argument in the whole world, but it has been done today. <laughs> I know, but it's right. It's it right. is right. It is right. But at the same time. <laughs> it was still awesome. Still yeah. enjoyed the show. I mean, we went and had, we had, what, a 10-year run? Yeah, it was great. I loved it. I mean, where it was just, every movie pretty much was a banger. Captain Marvel was not a bad movie. It was fine. It just was so, she's so off-putting. You know Brie Larson, she really authentic. is. I thought she was so good, and uh, many other things that I've seen. Her. Scott Pilgrim, she's great. Yeah, I mean she really carries the character and makes her like th- that baby talk type girl, which she's really annoying at the same time, mm-hmm. and like and just hate a it. bitch. No, I don't I hate I, hate, I hate a Larson. baby talk type girl. Well, I mean she was kind of that in Scott Pilgrim, but mm-hmm. it was funny, you know. And she was also that sexy Marilyn Monroe type thing. You should you should totally come. It's like, okay, we get what you're doing. Okay, we know what's up. By the way, that's a fucking great movie. It is. Uh, uh, it got a lot of you know love when it was out, but I don't think it got nearly as much love as it, it should have. It didn't get uh, <clears throat> hardly any until it came to a streaming services and got like a second life there. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, Days and Confused was a flop, mm-hmm. and, then and then DVD or it one of one VHS. F- it's one. No, it was one of the first DVD movies. Was it? Yes. Hmm. That's one of the reasons. It's like Clue. Clue was one of the first VHS movies. Because it sucked, and they made a bunch of them, and nobody was buying it. Well, so. Family Guy, they did two seasons of it and canceled it. Oh, God, it, it. it and then, canceled like three times. And then um, the the DVDs came out, and they were selling like hotcakes, and like five years later, they decided to start it back up. Right. It's crazy. That's wild. You know, fucking, I know this story's been told a million times, uh, the uh, guy from Family Guy. Seth uh, Seth, Seth McFarlane. McFarlane. He was supposed to be in one of the planes that hit the World Trade Center. Oh, God. I think I had heard that before. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but I, I would tell you this, though. Well, oh, no. We're going we... down. <laughs> oh, no. This guy, oh, no. This guy looks. Oh, a box cutter. <laughs> <laughs> what, you got some packages? That guy looks like he smells like sand. <laughs> This reminds me of it. <laughs> You think that's bad Yeah I should have been on the t- Remember when I was on the deck Of the USS West Virginia <laughs> uh, That was a pretty good one You have to <laughs> uh, Fuck um, I'm guessing the, the USS West Virginia Got hit by uh, It was a Pearl Harbor Kamikaze plane Right Yeah But it was actually one of the few ones To be repaired and floated back up You know why Because it's made of mountains Right. Yeah. They made it of coal. I mean, I, that is a real good metaphor for people from West Virginia. that yeah. Get knocked down. West Virginia is like the Wolverine of States. You know, we don't want to be the biggest or the strongest, but we'll fight you and we're going to keep coming. You know I mean? That's we like, might not rise to the top, but rise. We will. Right. We're not the, we're not the cream. <laughs> oh a, yeah. there's a great meme. Um, you remember the waffle house girl that was in the fight with, uh, all the black people, and they were like throwing chairs. Vaguely, at her. I remember and she it, yeah. ducked out of the way. Then she did this number, like bring it <laughs> on to him. There's a meme that, that just has a picture of her, and it says "Fight alone, and if you must, but you must fight." I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> did she keep fighting? him? fuck yeah, she did. Did she pick up shit in the kitchen, and throw it at him? Yeah, head? she was fucking on all kinds of podcasts. Like the week after, you that. know what I would do if that happened to me, and I was in a kitchen, I'd be like. You have all fucked up. You have how many, you know how many fucking weapons I have back here? It's all weapons. And vats of hot grease? Yeah. And steam tables? Oh, we're fucking boiling oil. We're, just it's like, like a, you, you got a I siege get to fuck oil. you up. You got I get, a siege in Exactly. There. It's like, I've got a murder hole that you have to stand in. <laughs> You're now. back there building siege towers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would take, it would take one fucking, uh, it would take one knife to come h- for, uh, hurling through the air for people to run, break and run. You just hear blowing on right beside somebody's head. Absolutely. I love it. Was there any uh, – you worked in kitchens a long time. Was there ever any uh, outbursts like that at any of them you worked at, like customers going ham? Um, we, Did you ever work at any 24-hour ones like that? No, I never worked at – necessarily. No. what at, a blessing. Uh, yeah. Um, I worked at – we had an, an uh, incident at Lone Star one time. There was all kinds of incidents at Hooters. There's – People being grabby with the waitresses. Well, no, it's more. Uh, you get a bunch of no offense, guys. I mean, I, I respect your profession, everything, and you are cops, uh, coal miners. Mm. They would be in the mines all week, and then they would get their paycheck, and they had money to burn, and they would come down and get drunk, and the girls would overserve them because they know they're getting the biggest biggest tip, and then they would just get rowdy and shit. They weren't bad guys. Yeah, they would just get rowdy. It's like Being and, around military guys, right? Essentially, and if you, but we did have incidents where other people would get annoyed by them and it would be it would start to escalate you know there was this one guy PJ who had the most obnoxious laugh I've heard of her I mean and he would get drunk and he would just and they would be like and I liked him he was a he was a hell of a guy um, but then you'd also in the, in that instance you also have guys coming out of Cabin Creek and sometimes they're not the most um Couth. well open hmm. to uh, other cultures and other other ethnicities <laughs> So there were things that, w- that were going to go down, and... You um, see a guy that's a different shade of white, they get a little bit weird. Yeah, and, you know, those people up there are, like, you know, most of them are tough. They can really fight, you know, and you'd have groups of people who thought they were going to be able to fight them, and you have to disabuse them of that notion be like, no, these guys will fuck you up. You know, these guys fight as a culture, you know. Most of them know how to box, because Cabin Creek, a lot of guys know how to box. I mean, I, I've worked with a few guys from there, and they were no joke. All of them could fight. So, you know, it, it'd be like one night when I was uh, helping break up or trying to defuse a situation between Marines and frat boys. Oh, God. The Marines were cool, they were rowdy and stuff, and they'd come back from in country. Mm-hmm. So, they would never cause, they would be rowdy and stuff like that. But once you say, "Give me your CEO's name," I'm going to call them right now, and they have to give you your their CEO's name. They have to. That's like in a in a movie. like, are you a cop? You got to tell me if you are. Right. Is that that a rule like that? Yes, actually, that's a real one because the cop thing's not real. No, it isn't. But the CEO thing, I think, is real. Um, Or you can at least find their CEO. I mean, yeah. But anyway. But these guys were all right guys, you know, and they were routing. We tell you guys can calm down a little bit. Yeah, we're sorry, and you know we'd have to tell them ten times. But they were always cool about it. The frat boys were all juiced up, thought they were tough guys, and they were going to fight these guys. I, I took like the re- lead frat boy. me and another guy took the lead. Frat Let's boy call him side. Connor. Sure, that's a that sounds like a perfectly fine name for such an individual. Pop collar looked like a jet. Looked like Jesse Waters might have team. even been a Trevor. I mean, yeah, much more likely a like Trevor. Mm-hmm. And told him, is just like, you guys think you're going to fight these guys, but these guys will kill you. Some of them, some of these guys are back from Afghanistan. Some of these guys are back from fighting. You are coming in from a frat. They're tired of killing brown people. Exactly. The opposite of that. Exactly. They, 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 that you are from a frat and thinking you're going to outfight these guys. And you don't realize that the rules of engagement are going to be something that you're not prepared for. (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> and, and um so they eventually saw the light and when they were they weren't all bad guys either but you had a couple rowdy ones who thought they they were the most juiced up ones who thought they were going to be like yeah those steroids are nice but training to kill a human being is good too you know mm-hmm. they know a lot of different ways to do it right it was going to be like 10 on 10 it was going to be fucking terrible tear the bo- joint up so we had to break them up and we did so that was hairy. i didn't like that um but as far as restaurant things happening, we had we had one at Lone Star. Th- this two couples that stayed past, and they allowed them to stay past closing time, and they were had, they kept drinking, and I don't know who the fuck they thought they were. Then they stopped serving them. And guys, we're closing. It's time to leave. My girl wants another drink. He's like, I don't care what your girl wants. It's time for you to go. Go find a bar. And stupid. then he threw a glass at him, and fucking, it was just it was on. And they, my friend Robbie, grabbed one guy around the neck and kicked the fucking door open. They, kicked, I mean, it was. I was, Rob Roush was a tall guy, but he was kind of thin, and he was, he was no chump, and he wasn't a pussy, but he wasn't a fighter type guy. I mean, he could fight, but he was just wasn't that guy. And I was really gained a lot of, I loved him and respected him anyway, but gained more respect for him. I was like, holy shit, man, you fucking just, you put He's that fucking guy, Uncle guy, you, 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 you fucking bull roared that motherfucker, grabbed him and kicked the door open and kicked him out. It's like, that was awesome. Um, you know, people suck, especially, I hate to say it, if this is true, Americans. Mm-hmm. Americans in restaurants are not are not good. You know, and I'm not saying all Americans, I'm saying the ones that are bad are really bad. People get rowdy, man. But that being said, I did have another incident at Hooters in Wilmington where uh there was two Brits in there. And Brittany Guerin was working the or Guerin was working the uh the bar. She's an Irish girl. She was from South. She's from Southie. And um you no, know, she wasn't from Southie, but she had a Southie accent sometimes because when she'd get mad, she'd start dropping her eyes. So she kept saying shit about they. They found out she had an Irish last name. They kept fucking with her and talking shit about Irish people. So finally I it up and say, "Hey, I'm Irish American. You know that's we're not dumb." You kept saying shit, and it started to get. And then finally, we just had to like, "You guys got to go. Just get out." And they left. But they were two of the most obnoxious human beings I've ever seen in my life. I mean, obnoxious Brits are really fucking obnoxious. They're not usually. They're very usually very polite. These two motherfuckers, I don't know who the fuck they thought they were. They might have been like Royal Marines or something who, you know, sometimes come here for exchange programs. Might have gotten fucked up, but it didn't turn into that. So Hmm. British people, they disgust me. I mean, they're people like anybody else. Let's have a full English breakfast with eggs and beans and blood sausage and potato salad for some reason. Nah, dude, They're they're not known. They're not known for their fucking cuisine. <laughs> it's like the Irish. The Irish are only known for their stews. That the Irish stew is love like, a good stew. Well, I mean, they're that's like their thing. Love a good stew and a cable knit sweater. You yeah. know, and a wool hat, a wool hat, and um, a piccolo. That seems like an Irish instrument. Is it? I have no idea. I was thinking more of a. The recorder seems like an Irish instrument for some reason. Yeah, like I mean, whoosh, 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 yeah, that kind of thing. Also, the drum is an Irish thing. Like, yeah, the you drum. Get the, you get the they got a drum where you just rock your hand back and forth, and I can't remember what drum, kind of drum it's called. I remember, John had one from uh, like *The uh, Karate Kid* Part Two. Yeah, where you hold it in your hand. Yeah, like I've that. seen that. Yeah, yeah, it was really awesome, actually. Um hmm. I finished uh, *Game of Thrones*. Yeah. I finished the entire thing, and, and now I'm sad. Well, you want the Talisman? No, I think uh tomorrow I'm going to start on uh, the Gunslinger. Gunslinger. Okay. I just, just want to see what happens, see if I can get there. Gunslinger's a good book. There's also some things I could order um <clears throat> The Rogue Prince. That's um Ron Hob? Damon Damon Targaryen. It's about him. There's a book out about Damon Targaryen? I think it's it might just be stuff taken from Oh, i mean, yeah, he wouldn't have written another book. Though. I think he did. Let's check, shall we? One of us can order it, and then we can both. Oh, read I'm it. definitely going. If it's not, if I don't have it yet, I will have it. R o g u e Prince. Books by George, Prince George or- Books by George R or- R. The Rogue Prince or a King's Brother. Novelette. novelette I've N- I've never heard of this. Holy shit! How do I not know about this? I know I haven't. Why well, don't it's in a collection? Oh, it is. Yes, it's called Rogues, where you have. Uh, well, good good authors. You got uh, Joe Abercrombie, who's very good. Patrick Rothfuss, who wrote uh, The Name of the Wind, mm-hmm. which is excellent fantasy. Neil Gaiman, who wrote American Gods. Um, they've had Tad Williams on those before. He's he's contributed to something. All the, right, so he just wrote like a probably a sixty page thing. You can probably that. buy his. I think you can buy that story on uh, Kindle. I'm actually going to look at that right now and see if I can get. I wonder if I can get it and listen to it. On, um, whatever this is called, YouTube. Because I will do that. Mm. Uh, let's see. I don't think you can buy it by itself. Well, that's weak. He's actually got another, he's got another story in uh, Dangerous Women. Um... I'm telling you, they're already filming Hot D. Yeah. Season two. I've seen some screenshots coming out of there. It's going to be great. They're doing it. Yes. <laughs> I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. Yeah. But they're doing it. They are doing the thing. It's going to be very controversial. Let's see. Uh, there's a 35,000 word novella by George R. R. Martin about the Dance of the Dragons on uh, dangerous women there's he's got a few of these but i don't want to buy the book i don't want to read everybody else's bullshit exactly. well but there's good authors sure that, sure sure but i don't want to read their di- books, di- uh, diana Gabaldon, who wrote uh she wrote outlander mm-hmm. which are excellent books i hear the show's very good it is and production values are top-notch everything it's just it's like a time travel thing yes and extreme woman writers I sometimes don't like, not because they're inferior or anything like yeah, it's that. It's because they got the vagina and the tits. No, no, no. They bleed sometimes. It's because their sensibilities are different than male sensibilities. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just you know why some uh, women don't like ma- male writers. Do they have trouble writing male characters? The I think way sometimes a I lot th- of males, th- males th- have trouble writing female. Yeah, characters. yeah unless you're George R. R. Martin and who writes them pretty very, fucking perfect. He does them pretty. Good. I mean, we're obviously it's not colored by thing. my right. <laughs> by my sensibilities. could read it and be like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" A woman would never do that. Uh, well, I, Sansa Stark would. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh Aria, but see the thing about it is all the women love his female characters mm-hmm. because they're not all cut from one, and they're not all bosses. Right? Aria kind of is, but she had to. She had to take so many lumps. To, she's, uh, multi- she watched her father get her head cut yeah. off. Yeah, she was in the caravan going north, got attacked multiple times. Sans is going to be a boss too, but politically, she's not like Aria. she's, yeah, a she's not going to lead. Yeah. The, one of the worst things Little Finger said to it: we're all liars here and all of us better than you. And then at the end, she's going to be like, turns out you weren't a better liar than me after all, were you? you she's know. learning right now in the book. And then Ramsey Snow, she's up that thing for Ramsey. Well, Ramsey what whatever the fuck that cunt's name is. In the book. Where his own dogs ate him. I know that's going to be a thing in the fucking book. Oh, I'm sure. But she's not even, like in the book, she's never met Ramsey Snow, likely to never meet Ramsey Snow. So that's a completely different story. And right. Wait, um, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. What was I thinking? It's Jane Poole. Yeah, who's married to him, and she's been rescued by Theon, and uh, one of the Umbers, I believe. Not an Umber. Might have been an Umber. One of the women. Somebody was out patrolling uh, near the the walls of Winterfell. Whenever they jumped off of the thing, off Is of the, the wall. Umber, maybe. Might have been more Umber because he seemed. I think he defected, or he never went. To the Boltons Crow food I think Is with The Boltons I think it was Uh, I can't remember But um, Sansa right now She's still pretending To be Elaine Mm. In uh, The Eerie Elaine Stone And From the uh, Sample chapter From um, Winds of Winter Sweet Robin (laughs) Is trying to get her To marry him And all this stuff And She's like, "But I'm bastard-born," blah blah blah. She has to pretend she's all this stuff. she's, she's getting apparently Sansa's really a piece. Yeah, she yeah, she's understanding. You have to she's becoming Littlefinger. Right. Except for probably for good. Instead of uh, well, for evil. well, well, she'll be the lady of the North. That'll probably end up happening and she'll be you know, she'll uh, she'll You know one thing I didn't like about about on the show is that they all they mentioned and I'm not usually this guy, they mentioned father. They never talked about Catelyn. Did you notice that? When? On the show. Oh, after she died? After, yeah. They never talked about her. They never, isn't that odd? Like, they talked about Ned, but they didn't talk about Catelyn. Like, I miss father, you know? And I don't think they said I miss mother, you know? Arya has a bone to pick about mother being dead because of the red wedding and all that stuff. Right. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm, I've rewatched some of it, and I, I've watched a up to the point where the Northmen decide that they don't need a king. Yeah, from the su- the southern lands, right? And they did the whole King of the North thing. It gets me every time I see it. Fuck yeah! Every time I see it, whenever the Northmen just fucking draw their swords and King of the North, yeah. like motherfucker, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Even uh, even though the sh- I know how it ends, the show's much. Worse than what the books are going to be, probably. I hate that I'm like that. I hate being a book is better than the show guy. But it's true. It I mean, is what you, true. What are you supposed to say? And what's even sadder is it started before they ran out of book material. It started with the Sansa. Yeah. There was no reason. They'd never, in the book, he never, you were never in a scene where um, Jane Poole was getting raped or get, right. or any of this stuff. It was always the aftermath. Right it never and they showed it in the show and you didn't have to do it right there was a lot a lot lighter touch you could take that i think would have had more i know but they they gravitas. but they were out of material of that point we need a shock here they weren't really out of material um they were still in the third season on the third book okay you know yeah that's when it started i'm actually looking at Maybe it was too expensive. Now, to I, sap, now, sap, now I'm actually for the looking for all his novellas in. that I haven't read. <laughs> Now's a good time to do that. Actually, while we're trying to do a show, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's do favorite things. We're about forty minutes in, right? <laughs> oh yeah, mm, daddy. Uh, there's the thing. What a weekend it's been. <laughs> Favorite Things, episode 418. Um, let do it. Okay, well, uh, I, didn't, I was looking to get a copy of a 1984 classic on Blu-ray, because Blu-rays are my thing. Now, since I've seen the Blu-rays and seen how fucking awesome they look. Which classic is that? Mac and Me? Strange Brew. Oh, wow. And I had seen it, and I always thought it was terrible. I don't know if I've been so jaded by modern movies not being able to put together a cogent story at all. It is not a bad movie at all. It's funny as fuck and it's well and it's well constructed. It is a precursor to all those movies in the '90s that were selling a lot of stuff. That movie did it better and it did it first. Like they took two characters that were beloved. You know, they were big characters. Sctv you know, guys. Sctv guys and um, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas and um, hell of a cheeseburger that guy makes. Yeah, that always has confused me too um but i mean the mckenzie brothers you know you remember them yeah, yeah i, I like their open, look, 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 look and they were it was fucking great and the beginning they start from the beginning they're breaking the fourth wall like they they have the the lion for it's an NGM, ngm movie that tells you how long ago it was holy fuck and the lion and the lions just sitting there and then it burps and it's they're trying to get it to roar and they're like playing with its tail an actual lion this line had to be doped up because they're I mean they're actually sitting there playing with his tail. I'm like, uh they would never like you to do that nowadays. We can actually it's on YouTube so I'd actually, we can watch it a little bit at the beginning, yeah actually you're gonna punch it up because you're gonna need the uh the stuff and it's I mean YouTube has a lot of really good movies for her. yeah. There it is. You just passed it. Right there? Yep. Right here. That's the one. It's rated PG. Yeah. Parental yeah. guidance. Stick a pin in his bum, eh? No way. <laughs> what do you want, Valiant? Maybe, maybe I ought to crank his tail, eh? That will start him up. Maybe. Okay, start up. Come on, eh? Maybe we gotta call Mark Perkins, eh? <laughs> get Wild Kingdom here, eh? Hey, come. On. Oh, jeez, he's getting mad, uh-huh. eh? Yeah. Oh, jeez, we better get <laughs> going. It's the perfect oh. opening. <clears throat> <clears throat> Good day. Oh, do do our new movie theme, eh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay good day i'm bob going? welcome to our movie okay our topic is uh movies yeah. okay uh i'm gonna watch this later it dude it's off. so fucking. i'm gonna good. watch the entire thing Here we i don't know it. that i've ever seen it it's but i know fucking those guys great. like it's so funny um they they're, they're screening their movie there it's like a post apocalyptic thing it's so bad like it's rick moran is like to try not to look at the camera he's smiling I was riding around in my van trying to find a city for my children. <laughs> but all the bowling alleys had been wrecked. So I spent all my time looking for beer. <laughs> and they just drink the whole time. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I love it. It's, it's a fucking classic. My dad hated it and never wanted to see it because he thought it was stupid. But um, maybe it is stupid. <laughs> I think stupid needs to come back. And yeah, I mean, movies. unapologetically stupid. Just make something. I think that's what. Uh, Instead of being self, like being so self-aware. Yeah, and, I mean, Deadpool pulls it off, but hardly anybody else really does. Like, uh, Burt Kreischer just put out his movie, and I think it's, it's going to be good. It's doing very well. I've heard it's really funny. I'm, I'm sure it is because he's fucking great, dude. He's just a big dumb idiot, and I, I feel, I feel bad for not going to the theater and seeing it, but I don't want to go to the theater and see it. I've been well, busy all weekend. Well, like I said, we can just wait for him to come out and then we can watch him down at the house. All right. Cause with that sound system hooked up and everything, it's just, it's just like being in the movie theater pretty much. It even rumbles. You can know? we sit real close to the, to Absolutely. hell yeah. Just set up like chairs. closer than our parents would get. They get yeah, mad if we, we sat so close. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. And we should watch uh John wick. I'm, I haven't watched John wick yet. So that's exciting. We, we really need to do that. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and buy it. You know, um, I hear it's amazing. Oh, are you can't, Sisu, movies. We have so to watch good. Sisu. Oh yeah. yeah I hear it too. Yeah. Um, there's so many watched, good movies coming out. Like I still haven't watched oh, Quiet on the Western front. Oh dude, it's fucking great. I know. Um, it's long. I don't mind long. As long as it's good. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, is that there are always upsides to anything. The, the superhero fatigue, that's all that's setting in is now card start, starting a counterpoint, you know, all great movie moments are started by a counterpoint. Like before Star Wars, most movies were gritty, not low budget necessarily, but, you know, serious shit like that. And it was during the at at, at the end of the Vietnam War. All kinds of people just needed something to escape. So that's when Star Wars hit. and People loved it. You know, uh, same with Jaws. Jaws was Buckaroo Banzai. It really should have been bigger than it was. That was a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's good. it's I a, probably haven't seen it since I was four years old, but I'm sure it's great. It just was so out there, you know. It, um, it's, a, it's definitely something Peter Weller would have been involved in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's in he's in another one called Leviathan, which is a is an undersea alien movie. And that seems awesome. It's got a lot of body horror and body horror fucks with me. Speaking of, that's another favorite thing I didn't realize. Uh, you know the movie Event Horizon? Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. long runner. time ago. Yeah. Dude, you know there's so much cut out of that that was so fucking gross with the – you know the premise that the, the ship was a light speed engine. They had a thing that spun it and like uh, Sam Neill created it. His character created it. Well, apparently it shot him into hell essentially, this chaos realm, and the people – were fucking each other and eating each other and having a blood orgy is what was happening. And there was so much shit in there that they that they had to cut out that has never seen the light of day because the test audiences were throwing up and some people fainted. It was so fucking terrible. Hmm. Like you can see some of it. One girl is down on a guy. She She's probably eating his dick while, while sucking it. And then another girl behind him. And then another he comes up behind the woman and squeezes her tits until they basically pop and explode and he rips them off of her. All kinds of... I, I read about this shit. I'm like, I could not watch that. That would fuck me up. I kind of want to see it. <laughs> there are places where you can get a description of it. What happened? Like uh, like a breakdown of the writing. It's really disturbing. Hmm. One of the guys has bent everyone things, and, the, and a woman is taking a pole and jamming it up his fucking ass. Jesus! I mean, just like really bloody. And then uh, one guy's like eating, like being fed his own flesh. And then when I got tears his eyes out and holds him. it's really fucking like extreme. Because, but it's. They got shot into this nether realm that's that's the type of yes, thing that happens and then, there. Yes, and then they came back, and then they were... Was everybody in that realm consenting? <laughs> that's all I can... I mean, we'd have to do that in this day and age. Yeah. They went to hell, and they were fucking each other and eating each other. They all said it was okay, mm-hmm. but they were... De- <laughs> Consent is king. <laughs> but it's just... It was, it was a movie... Uh, the Critical Drinker was talking about, it, as a matter of fact. And he was talking about how it was... You know, a lot better movie people Why would they fucking each other and eating each other? Don't know. <laughs> he only does that to movies he doesn't like. No, he does it to movies he, he does like sometimes because some things will fit. He's like, uh, but whatever. Um, no, it was. it's an excellent movie. And then I was watching, uh, when I was up there and we were watching stuff, you know, with family. Um, we watched the end, just the end of one of the uh monster hotel movies or whatever it was hotel transylvania Mm -hmm. it's a really good fucking movie Hmm. well constructed characters are funny it didn't just lean on being an anime a computer animated movie the jokes were good you know it was just i was very like almost shocked about how good of a movie was everybody's in it sandler's in it um, Kevin James in a place Frankenstein. Yeah, buddy, I'm in uh, Hotel Transylvania, buddy. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a hotel in uh, that's Trans- actually, Transyl- that's, Transylvania. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, but you're doing either you're just doing. Sailor doing little Mickey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could go there. No, <laughs> yeah. with uh, David Spade. He was one of the funniest characters because he was the Invisible Man, <laughs> and he kept on claiming he had a girlfriend, <laughs> and that she was invisible too. But he was just lying. Everybody knew it. Like, dude, we got to tell him. Like, it really hurt his feelings. <laughs> so he's like, he's got to think of uh, like acting like she's drinking champagnes. Oh, you drank, you spilled your champagne, you silly thing. It's it's a really good joke. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think who else is in it. Uh, Mel Brooks is in it. Plays Adam. Adam Sandler plays. Dracula, essentially. Yeah, I'm Dracula, buddy. Yeah, I'm... Um, then uh, Mel Brooks plays his dad, and he's like more... Uh, so yeah, Gomez go, plays his daughter, and she does an excellent job. Um, it's just—it's a really good movie. I'd like to watch the other ones, just to, you know... Because I'll give anything... As long as it's good, I'll give it a shot, you know? Um, but I just saw those immediately, and like, that's going to be fucking computer-animated trash they just made, thinking that computer animation would carry him. It isn't. How much um, are you fascinated with chimps? Um do you find them interesting at all? I, I do, but I also find them kind of disturbing at times. Because they're so much like us? Yes. And the things they do, like they they practice infanticide and all kinds of shit. Um, Chimp Empire? Yeah. You watched it, was good. Really good. Violent? At times. They cut out real violence, but it is one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen in my life. They have Border Patrol. Yeah. They they have wars. That Yeah. they Right now they're in a war. That's been going on for a long time, hasn't it? Pretty much. These two big troops of chimps. It's the biggest troop known to man ever of chimps. Usually they're between 30 and 60. Yeah. This troop has 150 chimps in it. Jesus. And there's a hierarchy. There's, of course, the alpha. There's his underlings, his homeboys. Um, There's like the lead female that teaches all the younger females how to be a mother and all this stuff. Right. There's um, outcasts. There's one, Gus. He's, he's a complete outcast. Um, his mom died when he was young. He's 14 years so old. So he has now. no place. He can't get anybody to groom him. And being groomed is a big deal. I can't watch that. That would break my fucking heart. It doesn't stay that way. Okay. But like he has his, his facial expression is one of someone who is lonely and doesn't know how he's going to survive. He just sits there with his his eyebrows up, looking around. Nobody's being mean to him. Nope. He's, just, he's just a non-entity. Everybody's just like, oh, "Come on, dude, Gus. We got. This come on, guy. Gus. We got to go do this." And he's like, "Okay." And they all kind of just suffer with you know suffer his presence. Yeah, yeah. But spoiler, because I don't want anybody to think that Gus doesn't come out of it. He ends up being a hero or something. By the end, he um, he f- finds some homies. He finds a click. I like that. By the end, he finds himself a click. So if you watch this, no, you're going to feel bad for Gus. But by the end, he does find himself some homies. Um, The absolute murder of other monkeys that try to come into their like monkeys, not chimps. Baboons. Like um, these little monkeys will accidentally come into their territory, and they turn into lunch real quick. Oh, yeah. They use tools. These monkeys are using tools to, to... they use sticks. Get maggots out of a thing. Yeah, they put them in a thing, and the maggots crawl up it, and they eat the maggots. Mm-hmm. That is using a tool. That is Stone Age. They are in the Stone Age. Yeah, that is what that is. But they haven't constructed weapons for constructed Not yet. weapons yet. They know how to use weapons. Sure, they pick rocks and bash each other. Yeah, them. yeah. Um, they there's another warring <laughs> tribe, uh, just to the east or whatever of them, and they want their territory. So. In the, uh, there's a tree right on the border that has this fruit that only blooms every so many years. Right. And it's bloomed like a motherfucker while they were filming this and they both want that tree. So there's fights over that. Um, I didn't know this, but, uh, when a young female comes of age, they leave and go find another group so they can diversify the bloodline. Yeah. That is smart. That is intelligence. Parents, yeah. I mean, they're, they are just an ancestor. Like, you know, trying to explain this to people who are creationists mm-hmm. is, will make you have a stroke. You know, when they say, well, we come from monkeys, no, that's not necessarily true. We share a common ancestor that probably looked like more than, they looked like more than they than us. Mm hmm. But no, that's not the way it works. Evolution does not work. Backwards. Eventually, a chimp is not going to become a monkey. There's, there's going to um, breed with another thing. That that's is in that how it goes. You breed and breed and eventually. Well, I mean, you, there's natural selection. Right. Well, no, there's natural selection over time, or there's mutation. But now some of Darwin's theories are starting to be abandoned. But you know, the overall theory is still sound. You know, you, you create a new species of thing by. Breeding them together and just creating something else. Pretty soon, the the uh, the mitochondria and the and the genes have diversified so much that it's turned into a new creature. You actually, you actually can see this, but it's it's caused by uh, limited space uh, and um, breeding and somewhat limited breeding pairs, and then uh, uh, adversity like. They've tracked this because in the Galapagos, you're going to, you have these islands where they're slightly different conditions with, and there'll be an animal that is a variation on a theme. And one of the best, but one of the coolest ones is there's a species of bird in this, these two places are highly like, it's almost too far for a bird to fly, you know, because they're, they're not, they're not soaring birds. They're kind of like songbirds. And for each different place, they've adapted to live to that different place there's some of them that have beaks that can crush nuts or some of them have beaks that can get into things and it's the same creature they just have a slightly different beak Hmm. it's fucking amazing that kind of stuff is really cool you know um you know one of the most interesting things about it is i'm sorry uh, no it's fine they um there's been scientists there studying that particular troop for 30 some years yeah so they just treat they act like they're not even there it almost seems like it's not real. I would think chimps would be a little bit more wary of the situation, but they're walking around with cameras. There's violence happening and they swing right by them. Have they, they ever attacked anybody? No, no. They, That's crazy. they do not care. because They're such a violent. That is, they treat them as though they are a complete non-entity. Diane, not Diane Fossey. She was with the gorillas. Uh, I know you're thinking of the lady gorillas. Not the- leaky. Leakey was the guy she was with. Um. Anyway, Tal, Tal Bachman, who? Tal Bachman. No, it's not. She's a. She's so. Hey, oh God. Hey, hey. Um, Jane Goodall. Yeah, Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall uh, has, has took a massive risk, and all the people with her walking up to those animals. They could have killed them at any time and eaten them. You know what I mean? And they were they accepted her. Like the females would bring their babies to Jane Goodall sometimes when they would want her to watch them while they do go do stuff. That takes balls i mean it it never i think occurs to people how much balls that took people were well maybe not as much because she was under the assumption she said and she had to amend this she said uh i think the chimps are genuinely nicer than people they are not no they are not they're just people too and you're gonna have asshole chimps you're gonna have nice chimps you're gonna have you know but they all the males especially those big hulking males when they you know you should see them whenever they do their struts. They're fucking one, about once a day the alpha would let everybody know just walk around and bully walk pe- around, bully, bully people. They they grab a branch which is bang which is huge yeah. and just run through the run through the village and bang shit around yeah. and sometimes one of the younger chimps will try to take a go at him. We'll do we'll do the uh, alpha strut is what I'm calling it. I don't mm-hmm. know what they actually call it. He'll try to do it before the alpha can and the alpha will just sit there on his haunches and look at him. Not even doing it. He knows he doesn't have to. Right. He knows he doesn't have to. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I, he he's not going to kill him because he's, he knows if I, he's going to be me someday. Right. So if I kill him, but who's going to take his place? Is it his progeny or is it just, he, another they don't gym? know. They do not know who um, I'd be willing to bet. It's his progeny. Um, At the end of the episode or the uh, series, it's only three episodes. I think they let you know who's, who's the alpha's kid. Cause spoiler alert, the alpha passes away. Okay. And they let you know that like his, his, uh, his, uh, DNA will go on because this one's his kid. There's like 11 of them in that troop mm-hmm. alone. Um, very interesting. It's, it's I've heard, it's, it's a story. But good. they, things. they filmed so much stuff and they made a narrative story out of it to where it's as good as any movie you've ever seen. Right. right? Over three episodes, three 45 minute to an hour episodes. It's very good. These motherfuckers are strange. It is strange how much like us they are. Mm-hmm. They, soon, they're, in the next thousand years, they're going to figure out how to make fire. Maybe. Maybe 10,000. It's not thousand. a guarantee. They'll figure it out at some point. That's the thing, though. They may or they may not. Yeah. Evolution is not. I hope they don't. It's an unstoppable force. For them, I hope they don't. For their sake. I, I would rather them be happy. Yeah, Um, (laughs) you don't need all this. Look at what we got. They'll be fucking fuck in in two million years. They're sitting at a table with mics in front of their faces, (laughs) trying to entertain themselves, talking about you know the old ones. They they really (laughs) seem to have things figured out, and then they get it and like they really didn't. Um, Now, have you ever seen them attack gorillas? It seems like that would have to be a team endeavor. It is a team endeavor, but they they will snatch gorilla babies and eat them. Oh God! But that is a dicey proposition. Yeah, because if an if a silverback gets a hold of you, you are fucked. But and, that, and they've done that too. You know, a big male chimp is a big creature. There's a video of a fucking silverback grabbing one by his leg and fucking tossing him. <laughs> I mean, you think you're a badass until you talk to the actual badass. Gorillas don't really like to fuck with people either. They're not. Gorillas are not aggressive. They're not terribly aggressive. They are. They are mostly bluster, but they are so fucking powerful. They're huge. I think the uh they said if a chimp if a gorilla they could get a gorilla to uh, bench press it, it would be nine thousand pounds or something like that. Oh my God. it's it's just unreal. They have a bite, they have a bite power more than a grizzly bear. Jesus Christ. Here's the scary thing about it. Uh, during the ice age, and they don't even eat meat, do they? No, Well, they'll eat. They might eat a small creature every now and then. I'm not really sure that they are probably primarily vegetarians, um, you know, but there was a creature called the uh, Gigantopithecus though. Mm-hmm. That was a 10 foot tall fucking gorilla. One That's point. what they say is our, um, is our ancestor. Yeah. Hmm. No, I'm wrong. They say that one is uh, it. They think it existed during humans. That's why we have stories about Bigfoot. Those stories. I have been can see that. Yeah. Thousands of years. No, I can see that. Well, I mean, it's Australopithecus is the one that I think was our ancestor. Okay. Is it uh, Australopithecus or Astro? uh, I think it might be Australo. I I used to be able to pronounce it. Lucy, Lucy was one of those. Yeah. Mm, I'm looking it up. Pith. Okay, Australopithecus. That one. That's Lucy. Yeah. Walks upright, still looks like a monkey. Yeah. Southern ape. Hmm. Man, the things that human beings like, especially, I've discussed this before. You know the uh, the Neanderthals, the the monsters that the Neanderthals had to live among, and kill to eat, and fucking fight to retain that meal. I'm talking dire wolves, actual dire wolves giant fucking tigers that are bigger than any tiger nowadays giant lions you know the lions there were lions here you know there would still be lions here in north america had man not killed them all i mean they were almost genetically identical to to uh african lions they might have been slightly larger but there, there was a period in the ice age where there's the american lion which was uh, i think twice as big as a siberian tiger i mean they're just fucking monstrous these things terror birds there were eagles in fucking Australia New Zealand that could swoop down and pick up a man and fucking eat him Jesus Christ I mean it's it's crazy you know let me show you the making Okay, a little bit of the making of this one. is I would be shitting my pants dude oh, I, would real, I would really be scared and this is in somewhere in Africa I don't remember where it'd be in uh, yeah they just run by yeah. they do not care Somalia you can't see anything I'm not sure about that We'll on, John. I think it's Nigeria. This is bad. You see, they're wearing COVID masks. Yeah, because they can give it. They don't want to. They don't know. How, how, yeah, they could kill all the chimps. Yeah, yeah. They don't know how it would fucking affect them. This does look. It's one of those things I can tell this the productive the values of through the words. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. We're almost a mile up. The vegetation is thick. The forest is dark. Chimpanzees are black. It's probably the worst filming environment (laughs) you could ask for. Going uphill, down valley, through swamps. (laughs) The camera people are going to be laden down with very heavy equipment. There are challenges. Trying to follow the chimpanzees. who we got to They're fucking backs, dude. They're like... They're much quicker than us. Yeah, they can run so fast too, can't they? Special in all fours? Mm-hmm. And they can lose you within seconds. Now they're running back where they come from. But I don't really know what they're doing. The, our Ugandan field assistants Uganda. are extremely talented. The monkey was here. Okay, where is it now? They know this forest. And this is the branch, and another one. Learning. Yeah, I've got one. Africans have some of the they know like the most do. awesome so English uh, accents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. This is one of the most interesting like, things I've ever seen. Uh, everybody should watch Motherfucking Champ Empire. Let's go ahead and do that. Anyway, any other favorite things? I'm sure you got. All well, guys. yeah, going up to be with the family was just the best time. Um, got lots of nice presents. Um, I got a Starry Night on the Rhone uh, notebook that Amanda got me. It's I love that painting. Like everybody likes Starry Night. I like Starry Night too. Mm-hmm. But Starry Night on the Rhone is one of the ones that at the at the uh, Van Gogh interactive exhibit is the one that just made me cry. Like I just sat there and bawled. Because I was just like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. So, I mean, it was, um, I would love to do that again. It was it was a once in a lifetime. All right. So it's a little different than the story night on the rune. Yeah. It's much darker um, with, um, there you go. I can see it from here. You can you just, get a print it's, it's of It's just beautiful. A full size 18 by 24. Mom wants to try to paint me one, paint my numbers one. Um, she, oh, did, yeah, she did story night too. That's pretty too. cool. And, it's, and she's, she's really good at it. Um, I got Mom a Story Night uh, uh, t- a teacup and saucer. It was really beautiful. Um, you can get it on a t shirt. Nah, it's on on a, style. It's I did a buy t-shirt, a t shirt, though. T-shirt. I, I bought a t shirt yesterday for, for my birthday for myself. It's uh, Omega Red versus Wolverine, uh, one of the covers of. Uh, it's one of the greatest fucking uh, covers ever in uh, comic book history. Um, Is that the actual one? No, I don't think. I think it is. somebody it's must too have bright. re, because it didn't look like the other one. Okay, um, I'm trying to think what else. The flash trailer, the newest one. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty great. Um, I think it's going to be. James Gunn raves about it, about how good of a movie it is. Ezra Miller has fucked himself out of a good career. Yeah, yeah I mean he's done, he's, he's such a piece of shit. Um, I'm so. Uh, apparently, Nicolas Cage is actually in it. That's what people are saying. Well, they're not showing people the full movie at the screenings. Mm-hmm. At the end, I have n- mind you, I have no idea what happens in the movie unless mm-hmm. they go exactly by the Flashpoint paradox. So, well, they know. can't. But um, at the end, after everything's resolved or whatever, the Flash, which might not be the actual the guy that we know, is the Flash now. Mm-hmm. Um a car pulls up a real nice car Bentley or whatever the door opens and a footsteps on the uh on the ground and then it cuts and people are like that could be anybody right that could be Christian Bale that could be this yeah, guy. That, could be yeah. The, that could be Robert pattinson right probably not right but that could be anybody and that's pretty cool I like that so they in the, in the, when it actually comes out they will show us who it is I'm sure sure um I, I think it's such a Great opportunity. Somebody somebody grabbed it by the horns and said, listen, DC sucked. They've sucked since the beginning. I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to make the best movie I know how. With the character that nobody even fucking liked, and they just built a great – that's a challenge to a really good writer. I'm going to make something awesome out of a character that everybody hates, and they fucking succeeded. So – I'm really anxious to see it. Yeah, that's one of the movies I, I think in, I think I'm going to go see it. Yeah, see that it. would be uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't believe I didn't go see it. Um, I'm just marveled out, kind of, you know. And I think that the basement would be a good place to watch that. You know, it's we'll get full and we'll get it in a month. Right, it'll be out on Disney Plus. I might in a month. Uh, watch uh, uh Quantum down there and just finish it up. I think I'm going to like it a lot of, better than a lot of people have have painted it to be. You know, I don't know. I might. I'm, I'm probably going to watch it, but he was never my guy, anyway. You know, I liked him a lot. I like. I mean, I like Paul Rudd. He's of a comic relief. I mean, that's just. I like. I like Paul Rudd. Um, but from everything I hear, it just turns into not his movie. You know what I mean? Well. Which is kind of what I hear happens to Ezra Miller in uh, the Flash. It turns yeah, into but a that's Batman, Batman movie, but which ah, is better, <laughs> right? Um, I like the fact they brought in Supergirl. Um, She's hot too. She's apparently they, from what I'm hearing, they kick it up a little bit. Like they're letting the hot women be hot now. Yeah, in these movies, in the last five years or so, nobody hot has been allowed to be in any of these movies. Right. Or if they were hot, they dull them down a little bit. But apparently there's a little tiny bit of TNA for the boys in this movie. Well, if they were going to do that, you know what character I wish they would pull pulled out? Power Girl. You ever seen Power Girl? I think. Look up Power Girl real quick. I think uh, the girl that's playing Supergirl is going to end up being Power Girl. Well, she better put on a few pounds. Oh, she a hoss? Yes, in the best possible way. Maybe they'll bring Gina Carano out for Power She'd girl. actually be a good choice. She's un- She can be uncancelled. I didn't think she was that cancelled anyway that's so stupid oh hello okay okay power girl punch that one up is that an Alex Ross this one no to your left up that one up right that. there I don't know but I love it god damn Jesus she's great. a kryptonian from another uh from another timeline Anna Nicole Smith would have been great if she could have acted you know man. Yeah dude. Hachi Machi. Yeah, she's <laughs> Who could play her? In uh I'm trying to think in uh, Kingdom Come, they got a, obviously they got a just a female bodybuilder with gigantic tits cuz Superman grabs her arm one time she has got a big Hulk and arm and then it pulled her. a cosplay. Oh, jeez, nice. Very oh, wow. nice. Oh. Look at that one. Look at those fucking quads. Who could play her? Existing actress Gina Carano. Know, Gina Carano would be, but she's she Melissa has fake, She has fake tits. Um, Gina Carano does. Does she? Yeah, definitely. Um, Probably because she was a fighter and girls, whenever they have to cut weight and stuff, lose, oh, they lose tits. all their tits. Um, but she was also all, yeah. That's. I'm into good. it. That's pretty good, but she's not hulking enough. Yeah, I, I I want them to start casting the type. I like Gal Gadot. She's fine and everything, but she is not Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman should have been a hoss. That's really fucking good, but she's not big enough. Um, I think these are just made to be hot. Yeah. You need to, I would like to find one that's fairly accurate though. One that actually goes for it all. Like is super, is a hot, but also big as shit. Um, Lizzo. Lizzo will be power girl. I would be so upset. Lizzo's beautiful.
1: I I love, she's not she's,
0: bad looking she's a she really lady. isn't but i mean i, I quit trying to cram that down everybody's throat you know she's so beautiful and amazing why do women get upset when you say you look like her <laughs> that's true <laughs> god when you actually the more extreme ones when you actually hit them with logic mm-hmm. and they don't like it it's just so i feel i i don't i'm like i'm not doing this i can't you know <laughs> um no, I, like, it, I think Lizzo very talented. She's great. She's singer. great, and mm-hmm. she's a great flute player. Mm-hmm. Like she, they, they, were. I didn't think that was anything. To it was maybe in bad taste playing Thomas Jefferson's flute or whoever and twerking at the same time. It's kind of weird. It's kind of also. She doesn't really have an ass for being so such a hoss. No, she really doesn't. Yeah, it's all in the front. But she's the, an endomorph. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I'm and I'm over the twerking thing. I think it's it's not a it's it's, it's we no, get it. It's fine. Right. And I hate when they try to defend it as something like, you know, uh, it, like they try to make it more noble than it is. Like this is this is something that's been going for thousands. No, no, it isn't. Monkeys or uh, apes do it. You ever seen an ape? in the uh, enclosures at a, at a zoo or even in the wild. No. They'll sit there and bounce their asses back and forth, hoping somebody will just come up and fuck them. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't know that. So humans do it. Apes do it. We all do it. I guess. But Let's just... call the whole thing on. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, other favorite things. Um, <laughs> I would say Dune is, but I, it's a slog again. I'm about not even halfway through Children of Dune. It's the third book's the one I always get stuck on, and I'm really having to force it. Have you thought about listening to it as you read it? no okay um fuck me i guess no no (laughs) not like that no i just it's just it's not that's not my thing um i i know what happens i've fucking i've i've watched all the youtube videos but that's not the same so yeah and you could you don't want to cliff notes it right um because I sort of knew what happened in uh, the Game of Thrones books because I watched all these videos, people explaining things and right. lore and symbolic Sim. I went down a fucking yeah. – uh, I went down a uh, – I was watching a lore. Uh, it was a Lightbringer. Looser means Lightbringer. I was wa- watching one of those riding up to Morgantown. It was a good one. It was talking about the uh, Great Empire of the Dawn and the more, uh, you know – the most bizarre places in Game of Thrones is what it was. And they were talking about Sothorios and they were talking about uh, the Brindled Man and all that stuff. Um, I like the fact that he's not... George R. R. Martin is smart enough to not take the veil off. Do not take the veil. I don't want to know. You know? About like magic and all that crap? Well, not just that, but um, yes. And the... I would like to see fiction written in those other places, but I don't at the same time. Like... I like they're having a massive world where things there are going to be strange things other places people talk about. You know, I want to write one of those myself, and I and my my I still keep getting likes on that thing I put up about the uh, uh, you know the North America's place in, mm-hmm. in Planetos. Working into people like that, it. they people, they like it a lot, and um, they put a lot of thumbs up on the description of the place i had with the neanderthals with the you know it would it would be mammoths and places and but also uh, i did my homework in north america in the ice age so i would have all those animals from there the giant lions and all that stuff a place that would have been terrifying even to somebody familiar with the more terrifying places in westeros and essos somebody would go there and make holy fuck this place is wild you know there's all these giant fucking animals everywhere and um also You know, it would be great for Arya to run into the descendants of the uh, of Brandon the the shipwright. You know, if they if they got to that place, I was wanting to have her uh, find an island where she found um, some remnants of them, but thinking they're all dead, and then getting to the main place and finding that they are still around, but they've you know intermarried with the natives. Some of them, and some of them have. uh, You could have the the dark side of it too, where a lot of them are inbred. Because they, you know, and they think that these people are are inferior to us and we didn't want to mix our blood. So they're, they become inbred almost like the Targaryens. You know what I mean? That would be a, a nice touch to see what happens, even to the Starks, if they start going down that path thinking they're better than other people. Um, you know, thinking you know, I wanted to write a short story about somebody going out on the great fucking freshwater sea and seeing all these and getting their ship almost capsized by a giant squid, freshwater squid. I like that touch. I like the fact I thought fresh the freshwater would be very interesting because it's scary and terrifying. All and it's in a, in a different kind of way. The sea is scary, but the sea has desert parts of it. A freshwater ocean would have no desert parts. Because things can live in every part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So you would have giant sharks and whales and stuff in this place, but you can still drink the water, and it's you know you would it would be a very interesting. interesting, yeah, it would be well, and it was just a very a small tweak of evolution to create such creatures. Like there are freshwater seals and there's freshwater dolphins, and we're at, now we're getting freshwater sharks. It would not be hard for that to happen. It just didn't shake out that way. So what about a place that got cut off? It's a giant. You know, I'm talking about. The continent would be huge, but in the center, it would be almost a ring around this giant fucking ocean hmm. of, th- of giant things. You know, it would be based on uh, the book I loved, uh, Oceans of Kansas or Seas of Kansas or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's got a, and there, that was a fucking murderer's row of terrifying creatures. You know, they weren't, they were saltwater, but imagine if that thing had gotten cut off. And then you're going to have all these creatures stuck in the middle of this landmass that are, Giant cephalopods and whales and fucking, you know, uh, I would have brought in creatures from that period where you know whales. Well, at one point, were a, a, an incredibly terrifying creature. Mm-hmm. I mean, big tooth whales and aren't like sperm whales. Sperm whales will not attack people. They'll attack ships. Like the orcas, the orcas right thing, now. man, is fucking crazy. They're rising I th- up. I think we're seeing a. I think we're seeing a shift. Blackfish rebellion with the black Blackfish, get it. Because black fire, right? I, I actually don't like that. I feel really bad about that because I feel like a that might get something passed off to all the killer whales, and they might start attacking us when, yeah. we, start, when we start swimming. They don't speak the same language, though. That's what's weird. They have different dialects, but they do it's ha- so weird. But you know what's crazy too is that uh, when they speak to creatures that have a different dialect, there is a common dialect. Oh, they have a common tongue. Like when they're speaking to other whales, yes, oh, they God. they don't speak the same tongue. They speak to their to their fellows and they don't speak that thing's tongue they speak a common tongue where they can understand each other Jesus it's fucking crazy what we're doing to this to these beautiful creatures in this ocean that are probably the next stage of uh, that are potentially could be a a next stage of evolution you know I, I it makes me sick thinking about it no wonder the orcas are getting mad they're prob- they're smart enough to understand like they're fucking this planet up these things and i know they're having the conversations some of them are nice and we've known them for thousands of years You know, because who knows how far back their genetic memory goes? You know, they they could be a a creature that, you know, has an oral tradition that's so intricate that they remember lots of things, you know, like all the things. So that is a a good thing and a bad thing, I feel, because I feel people are going to have to start. It's going to make us start examining things more. Like, we need to stop being such assholes, but we don't hunt orcas, really. I mean, we never— We don't. The Japanese do. They hunt orcas, too. Fucking whales. Goddamn. Remember the South Park? Whale? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was just dolphins. I didn't think they killed orcas. They get them. Oh, fuck. You've never seen blackfish? I have seen blackfish. They kill the whales, the dolphins, whatever they can get. I thought it was the cove that you're speaking of. There's Oh, yeah. The cove. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can't watch the cove. I'm aware of it, but I can't watch it's it. Tough. Um You reminded me of something... Um one of the troops the the smaller troop in the chimp empire has an old lady she's uh, nearing 70 years old oh a, i know a 70 year old chimp and 70 year old chimp that's crazy and like she's like the mother of the entire group so and, they all defer to her and love her well they when they go hunting some, and they'll have uh, a monkey that they're tearing apart and uh, the alpha's homies will come up and and they shake hands you seen in the Planet of the Apes whenever they do that, yeah, yeah, the alpha, they, mm-hmm. that's real. Oh, shit. they really do that. He'll shake hands and then tear off a piece of meat for him. Yeah, but um, he'll make sure to take some over to to mama. That's awesome. She always gets some, mm-hmm. no matter what. That's so crazy. It is. they when I saw them shaking hands, I was like, "Oh my god!" You see, and the thing about it is, uh, they hold hands when they're scared. Mm-hmm. W- whenever they're uh, running off to battle, they'll they'll. Fucking grab each other's shoulders like I got your back. Let's go. That's awesome. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's so odd. um But th- this whole conversation about the uh, chimps and now the the dolphins and and all the cetaceans. That's uh, they're so they the fact they have dialects. The fact they can't understand each other sometimes, and you know the fact that uh, you have cultures. There's whole cultures. You know, because you have some orcas that are like the warrior orcas, orcas. They kill the sharks. That is like what they do. You know, that's crazy to me. Like the other orcas like, that's those motherfuckers. Who <laughs> <green lines. laughs> that's those motherfuckers who kill sperm whales, and they do that. They'll kill a sperm whale. Have you ever seen a sperm whale? Um, they're the giant. That's whale. Moby Dick. Yeah. So they can sink. They There literally was a sperm whale in Roman times. That was uh, I can't remember his name. He would stay at the straits of this place, and he would yeah, he he and he would smash ships. Just they they could not go through this through this uh, through this place because he'd smashed their ship, and he was not, I mean that the you know those things are crazy to me that we have these creatures on this planet that you know communicate in such a way. I think that we don't. Appreciate this planet very much. Sometimes the fact that all these awesome species that have come from this massive cradle of life—you know what I mean—most planets suck. I mean, it's just even There's if there is on them, well, if, even if there is life there, it's it's in bacterial quality or something. You know what I mean? And even and you know, we're eventually going to find life somewhere else that's going to blow our mind. That is going to happen, mm-hmm. but we're never going to get that satisfying moment where we go to planet and they're going to be like, "Man, look at all this stuff." it's just going to be like, well, these are, you know, bird like creatures or something like that, that, that actually will be interesting, but not as interesting as we want it. It's not going to scratch the itch is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I, uh, other favorite things or whatever. Um, I can't really think of much. Um, I haven't lifted a lot. I've, uh, my back, I'm having problems out of my back again. Um, I don't know what caused. I think sleeping wrong caused some of it. Um but uh I don't know. Uh, just nothing No real intellectual property other than uh watch Oh no. Uh I watched the Peter Pan from like it's been a, a few years ago. Jason Isaacs plays uh Captain Hook. Um he's really the only No, they, they had a couple other English actors in it and it's faithful to the source material it's 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 jam barry it really is and it is it was a beautiful movie and it makes me feel so that the new one is such shit that they had to do that to wendy's character they fucked that whole metaphor up they weren't making her weak wendy is the strong one in the in 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 the cartoon in these other things these boys are 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 the whole metaphor is this Boys, men have to become, boys have to become men someday. Kill the boy and let the man be born. Essentially, yes. And the, and the one who does it is a woman because you want to become a man to take care of that woman and and be worthy of her. And that's what the whole thing is. Wendy is the civilizing influence on these boys, you know, and makes them remember who they need to be. That is a powerful position to be in. You know what I mean? They Feminists want to fucking minimize it, I think. Be like, well, well she's not got the sword. Well... You know, people can do different things, and they're just as important to the whole. You know, there are warrior women; that is true, and and they're great. But by and large, the men are just going to be better warriors. This is the way it works. But we are not civilized. Women are the civilizing influence. You know, so that's what that whole story is about. It was and they fucked it up. It was fantastically acted. Um, the worst part about it is Jude Law was a really good Captain Hook, and they had a great storyline that I th- had it done been done correctly would have been great. Turns out the Captain Hook was one of the Lost Boys at one point, hmm. and that he uh, and he was Peter's best friend, and Peter had done something to him where he had made him become Captain Hook and made him leave. I mean, it was a re- it was, a, was this in the new and that just yes, came out. Had or? it done been done without all the you know the really she, Wendy was really off putting in it. She slapped Peter. She was shitty to everybody. She was you know what I mean. She's. She's a basically a feminist idea of what a of what a strong woman should be, which is really an asshole man mm-hmm. without any of the you know a man that you're not allowed to hit because it's a woman. Essentially, I guess, but it's more like you know you can take two men that are strong mm-hmm. and you can make the differentiation between one who's strong in a good way and a bad way. Ned Stark is a man who's strong in a good way, right? Tywin Lannister is a man, a strong man in a bad way, an extremely bad way. They are could not be more different, but yet some of their behaviors are going to be the same. Sternness, trying to lecture to their children, you know, be, you know, stiff upper lip, all those things. Be a be a good warrior. But one man just takes it, and becomes an asshole. One man does it and tries to become a good man. That's what they're not getting is that you are going over, you're essentially building a Tywin Lannister character and saying that everyone needs to like them. No, we don't need to like them because they're unlikable do not build an unlikable character don't do it and the way you build an unlikable character is a mary sue them op in them all that shit nobody likes it nobody likes it stop making it so i have no objection to female strong female characters but do them like you would a strong male character and, and what i mean is a good male character like we've talked about uh, ray on star wars ray did not have to go through the shit luke did Luke had to go, go, go through being a farm boy, not knowing shit Everybody he bothers everybody's around him. you know what I mean? and then he uh, he's unsure of himself, and then he gets, he gets his ass kicked by a fucking Sith and gets his hand cut off the hero's journey. If you're going to do the fucking journey, do it properly. Do the hero's journey for a woman. you know you can do it. It can be done. I know it's out there. I know I mean they did it with Ripley in 1960 exactly. I've tried to make that you know the fact that people have forgotten that. She is the perfect female heroine. She she is unsure of herself. She's a woman. She's still feminine. All these things. But when push came to shove, Sarah fucking caught her in the Terminator movies, perfect, pitch perfect. That's when female characters were done correctly. The same thing with male characters. Male characters used to be done correctly. Now they all have to defer, and they can't. You know what I mean? They. It's just. It's. It's. They're killing fiction, man. They're killing fiction. I think, find, I think it's almost over. They'll find their way again it'll and because all these movies that are that are bucking the trend are making money super mario brothers made money and it pissed a lot of people off because they didn't like the themes fuck yeah it made money people loved it yeah um what's the other one that i'm came actually out? excited to see it um i actually am too i've heard it's tremendous um i watched uh chip and dale that's another thing i forgot i watched the beginning of chip and dale that one that came out of, like last year a couple yeah, years ago i heard it's great it's fucking good man it's the lonely island guys did it i'm pretty sure it was Andy Sandberg and yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, he played one of the voices of Andy Sandberg uh, And John Mulvaney. Mulvaney played the other one. Chip was John Mulvaney. Dale was... Uh, Mulaney. Yeah. You're so. thinking of Dylan Mulvaney. Right. The trans lady. Yeah. I mean, live life. Um, <laughs> I don't even know anything about her. I don't care. I, mean, I, I, I just, I really I, don't know anything about I, her. I think she's a grifter. Yeah. Uh, from what I can understand, she's I think a lot of these people, trying and, to get famous in, in our fame-hungry fame, world, yeah. are willing to do whatever mm-hmm. it takes. And I think, man, it's that just, being said, "Do your thing. I don't care." Well, I mean, I'll, if you want to be if you want to be happy and do that, fine. But you have to understand the horrible some of the horrible decisions you're making. You know, life-altering, life-shortening decisions. You know, so um, I think the thing that bothers a lot of people about him is uh, documenting all these days of being a girl when you're 30 years old or whatever. Shouldn't you be a woman, you know? Yeah, that's very, that's kind of that's, that is creepy as shit. Yeah. But whatever, have fun. No, I'm just, you're not hurting anybody. But the, the male character, what was I saying? Uh, Chip and Dale is, Chip and Dale. They, it's just the world, but then they'll populate it with a cartoon character every now and then. And they're, they're in a sauna one time and Randy Marsh is sitting there. Really? <laughs> yes. I was like, I was like this, whoever, these people took Disney and did something good with it. It's just like uh, and and something childlike. It's like the Mario Brothers movie. You can really build something great if you're willing to put in the time to write a story, as opposed to just hitting all, checking all the boxes and fucking crossing all the crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's. You know what I mean? Make something good. You can make a great story out of anything. Another one of the funniest things is is that uh, Sonic the Hedgehog originally they had to take it back to the because the CGI Sonic looks so terrible. Right? I think there's something to that. I think they, they put out a bad trailer with him looking all fucked up on purpose to get people to start talking about it. You think? And then fixed it in six months' time. But he was a character in that movie. Ugly Sonic, they call oh, it. Oh, Yeah. yeah. It's funny because they're 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 trying to they're they're like hacks, they're like you know what uh, has been's not hacks has been's and they're at all the things and he's got his own booth, ugly Sonic and it's like hey I'm making a comeback like a one hack. of them and, one of them is uh, in old style animation and one of them is in new style animation yes uh, Dale had got the uh, the the 3D makeover yeah. Um, one of the funniest jokes was, I thought it was a, was a, just a very good joke is he's Tiger from Thundercats is sitting over there. He's like, we should go out. She's like, nah. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, I thought it was so perfunctory. I was like, that is fucking hilarious. It was a good movie. I'm going to watch the rest of it at some point. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think there's good stuff out there. We just have to weed through a bunch of crap. And I do think that you're right. The is coming to an end. They can't make money doing it. And that is non-sustainable. So The Little Mermaid, uh, I heard Moise McCarthy's great. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I don't know, man. I want to give it a shot. I don't care. I don't care if they, did. I don't care about the race swapping thing. I don't care. As long as you make a good movie, you yeah. know? Um, but I do think that, uh, and luckily for them, the template to make a good movie is already there. Cause they already made it. Well, that's the thing though. That, <laughs> so why do it again? I do not. Well, the critical drinker had, again. uh, had, had good ideas about that. He's like, He's like parts, and he he's not a big Melissa McCarthy fan. He does not like her, which I don't get. I mean, she, I really love her. I think she's great, and I think she's kind of hot in a way too. It's weird, um, not in a way. I just think she's hot. Um, but he says she shines like she's really devious and funny, and really inhabits the character. I'm like that sounds good. And he's because he'll always pro Kanye, you, you know. And he's, he's talking about how Halle Berry or ha, uh, what's her name, uh, Halle Bailey. Hallie Bailey said that all the songs she nails cause she's a singer and does a good job. But she, and he says, and she looks like she's happy to be there, but she's not much of an actress. I mean, he, you know, the race swapping thing. He didn't really get into. He's like, I don't basically, he's like us. I don't give a shit. You know, if you make something good, who cares? Um, but, uh, he says the male character is neutered that at the end of the the movie, the, he's the one who steered the ship into Ursula and killed her with the prow of the boat and then, um, saved Ariel. And this, of course she had to save herself. Mm-hmm. So, and that kind of thing is hokey at best. So, you know, not that she can't save herself, but my God, I mean, we, we've been doing this since the 70s. Princess Noah had the. Princess Leia was a damn in distress, but she grabbed the fucking gun and, you know, fucking shot stormtroopers and shot the thing and, you know, like, into the garbage shoot flyboy, you know, all that stuff. I mean, she was really good. She, mm-hmm. That I love that, you know, that t- period of time where great, strong female characters weren't just obnoxious assholes. You know, they could be obnoxious at times like anybody else. Mm -hmm. But they were just well-written. Princess Leia was was a great character, you know. So One of the biggest crimes ever committed is not having a scene in the new trilogy. With all of them in it. What the fuck were they thinking? I don't know, dude. And they can't do it now. Can't do it now. They had them all there. They were all there. I'm getting, whenever I see, uh, what's his name, he did the second one. Ron Johnson. Whenever I see his stupid fucking face, I immediately hate it. He's made two good movies since then, though. What? Uh, Knives Out and the other Knives Out. That's the only Fine, two. Fine, whatever. I mean, and and I've said this before. Um, the Last Jedi was, in all other ways, was well constructed. It was a good movie. It just wasn't a good Star Wars movie. Yeah. It didn't do what it should have done. That you need to have a scene with, you know, you need to have a scene where they talk about Ben, where they talk about Adam driver's character and there needs to be a confrontation between Luke and that needed to happen. I would like to write that scene where he has to tell him what happened, you know, or at least, you know, the, the critical drinker, uh, fixes, he actually does a lot of really good stories and he fixed a lot of that. He fixed Ray, he fixed Luke, all those things in his story. His story ideas were spot on. So, um, I like the fact too that's another favorite thing that the villain that I would have chosen for my Superman movie James Gunn chose. We don't uh, know that yet. Well, but I I mean, we don't know that yet, but it's looking like it is. It seems like it. And I feel like that was a good call on my part. Now, every time that every time something like that happens and I feel like I chose a good story idea, I have to say something. Just because I it's a thing I feel I'm good at. So I feel like justified, you know. He's a good first uh, first fight for. Well, him. he's you could have built, as I've said before, I said this about Man of Steel here, the way I would have written it is I, for one thing, it would have been a three hour movie. Um, people will watch it. Mm-hmm. So you build Krypton, you know, you're, I thought they did Krypton really well though. As a matter of fact, I thought it looked nice. I thought it was, I like the penis spaceships that they escaped in. What well, was just, yeah, but it just, the aesthetic was really cool. It was a dying civilization. You could see there was very good. Like all of the things they did very well. Um, Maybe lightened it up some, you know, because you want to build some likable characters. Not that Jor-El was likable, and his mother was likable, too. Um, uh, I would, Again, Michael Shannon, I like you, buddy, but you just weren't very good. General Zod. But I think his world will fall. I think he's – see, you know what I mean? I get it, yeah. I like the guy. I like him, too, and I think he's going to be good in the new movie, like in The Flash. I think he's going to be – get another shot at that, and he's going to do good at it. Um but I also would have been like Brainiac. You can work it into the story they had. That was the, the basis of the story where Krypton had become something that was controlled by selective reading, all those things. Brainiac could have been behind that whole thing. And then he, you know, is the one who told them to tap the earth's core, the, the Krypton's core essentially, and to power himself to leave. And he did it on purpose. And then he's lying to everybody. Jor-El finds it out. Um, create something that would make Brainiac want to have revenge or something like that. That's what I'm not good at. You know, motivations for villains are tough to do sometimes. So maybe make it, um, cause Brainiac, if you look at him, uh, as a collector, as, as he was created, um, he would destroy these worlds so he could collect a part of what their civilization was. He would make him where, uh, Krypton is getting ready to be destroyed. And he finds out that Kal-El has left, To go to Earth, and so he's going to try to collect them, you know. And he's... You're almost like the Borg, only a pleasant... You know, I feel like one of the... I know I'm rambling, but this this fits. One of the things I feel like they missed with Ultron in the, in the Avengers movie is they made him too menacing. Don't make it menacing because lack of menace, men, um, lack of menace makes them more menacing mm-hmm. because they're just, they're doing things because that's just the logical thing to do. They're like, I don't understand why you're like the Borg used to say in star in star Trek, they would literally say, we don't want to destroy you. We will, we will add your biological and technological decept, uh, distinctiveness to ours. Quality of life will, be better they actually think it's a good thing brainiac would think it was a good thing for some reason mm-hmm. you know and be like just like an ai would think right you know i just doesn't get it and then tries to you know that's a good villain to have then you would bring zod in maybe not even in the second movie he's a, he's an ultimate villain that's another superman he has to fight so that's like shooting the you know shooting all the fucking bullets in the gun and then like well, what do we do after that you've done it You know, you've used the best villain you've got. Zod is the best Superman villain. Like, Sleuthor is great, but he's a consistent villain over time. Zod is the the heavy hitter you need for a a big movie. And they destroyed all of Krypton. I mean, all of Metropolis in the first movie. The whole city was destroyed. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? (laughs) This is too big. You're doing too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty funny that they did. Yes. I mean, it was it was not man of steel had moments where it was a good movie. It really did. It was not terrible, but it, it didn't do what it should have done. I think part of it for me is just watching a guy that really loves being Superman. Get to absolutely. I feel so bad for him. I wish that he, I I really hope that what I'm predicting will come to pass is that he will be kingdom come Superman. I really, I really think James Gunn has got that one in the chamber. I hope so. so. Yeah. Um, Favorite things for me. I played a lot of disc golf over the last few days. Yes played some good rounds um i thought i played okay today but it turned out it wasn't good according to the rating but it's one of it's my second best round ever there so whatever where was this at uh redeemer where's that uh south Ridge. okay it's like the big church up on the hill oh i know yeah the one you pass on the right there yeah um me and jmo went and played that one today saturday we played one at little creek park where i played pretty good um got fourth place a little bit of a payout, $5. Nice. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> we did music crap yesterday, so we got a single coming soon. Excellent. Uh, we're way farther along than I actually thought we were. We only really have four songs left to do completely. Have you done the punk song yet? Yeah. I'd like to hear that one. You will. In two weeks. Okay. <laughs> in about two but weeks. But you didn't have us all go, whoa, 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 or anything we like don't that? don't need to. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 a lot different than the demo version that I recorded quite a long time ago. Yeah, it's a lot different. I think people are probably going to hate it. I don't care. This that's what you're getting, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's the great thing about creating. Yeah, it's the thing that I made, and me and JMO made. Yeah, we went through yesterday and fixed the drums on it. I re-recorded one of the verses. Um, changed the. Uh, the uh, guitar sound a little bit tweaked it a little bit changed the reverb a little bit um, did did a few things to it and I think we made it better um, and we just got to do that to nine more songs and got to start at least three of them from scratch yeah almost we're getting there yeah we're actually getting quicker at it too and all this stuff because now you've uh, got a process yeah yeah um, it's I think it's gonna be good. And I found this distribution thing that'll make it easier to put stuff out. It's awesome. Distro Kid. I hope it's a good deal. Everybody seems to be using it right now. So hopefully it's a good fucking deal. John Radcliffe, if you know anything about them, holler at me. Um I don't know, we're getting things done. Uh finished Game of Thrones. Yeah. They're a song of ice and fire. It does leave you with an empty feeling at the end, doesn't it? Yeah. And the, they kill Jon Snow with like 100 pages left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. When I was reading that, uh, you, you, keep in mind, I've read it, what, let's see, 10, 10 years ago. In the book. 12, he, 12 years ago. In the book, he's much less of, he's a main character. Everybody who has their a chapter with their name at the top is a main character. Oh, yeah. He's much less of a main character in the book than he is in the show. In the show, he's he's there's he's the focus. There's one and one A. Right. There's Danny and him. Right, and then there's uh, two and two A with right. Lannisters and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But in this, he's there's one A through through X probably. Right, there's so many different things we haven't discussed. One thing I was want to discuss with you: the fucking chapter with Sir Barrison fighting Crass. That's tremendous, dude. Was as good. Every bit as good as I as I sold it. He to warned me. him. Let him know you can lay down your sword now and walk away, and everything will be all right. right i'll put you in my service shit like that yep and only a coward wears wears armor well this coward's <laughs> about to kill you yeah. i like the fact that he we don't wear armor in the pits right i mean and i like well, the fact that he His l- darzo lorak is an idiot putting these fucking animals in um, as his guard well not necessarily i mean you gotta think of you know uh i'm trying to think of the the other gladiators uh the Spotted Cat and um, uh, Gorgo the Bonebreaker, all these, you know, or just Gorgo the Giant, I think. I think so. Um, and they're all terrifying individuals, you know. Kraz was – I like the way that uh, Sir Cerberus describes them. You know, he's like, he's like they're good enough in a fight, but they're not knights. They don't, you know, and it's like – I like the fact too – They're uh, all attack and no defense. Yes, and then another of his best chapters is when he's discussing his knights, those kids he's teaching. Uh, he's got a couple, you know. One of them is uh, the Red Lamb because he's from the Lazarine, the 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 Lamb people. Or, yeah. Um, one of them is uh, an Ibanese, I think maybe, and yeah. then he's got a, a black kid from the Summer Isles, and then he, then one of them is uh, from. Fuck, where's he from? He's from a more peaceful type place, and he's and he describes it as the best natural swordsman he's seen since Jamie Lannister. Yeah. That's high praise. That's pretty high <laughs> Jamie was, you know, Sir Barristan, as much as he was disappointed in Jamie, knew for what knew him to be, he's like, this kid is good. A peerless warrior, yeah. one I could say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not peerless, I would say. Had great potential and was a great fighter, but kind of just let it i mean he he never stopped being a good fighter but i think that sir barrison likes the whole totality of the person mm-hmm. you know he feel he feels like if they're not virtuous and make good decisions so that lessens them as a knight i say he's wrong um but i was you know we talked about sir barrison for how much i love him you know you know when they're the the things i laid out in those i didn't even realize how many things he'd done till i laid them out in that fucking text message I sent not you He he has a better case for being the greatest warrior ever than the only thing Sir Arthur Dane has on him is dawn, and the fact that he died young before he could become old. And then people don't you think there's something going on? Something happened at the Tower of Joy that we're not being told right now.
1: Well, they 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 haven't. They
0: haven't. No, he's definitely not alive. They haven't confirmed that. you know, they haven't confirmed the big thing yet. So they're still writing it that they don't know who John is, you know, yeah. um, there's, he's still going to have to carry that through. Like when he's writing the book, that's still got to be carried and it's got to be a big reveal and everybody's going to be underwhelmed with it. But you're like, Hey man, this is how the fucking book was going to come out. So this, this is how it's going to go. Um, something that is happening with, uh, Dawn is the fact that, Oh yeah, there's, they created, cause they were they supposed create, to do a five year time right, jump and they didn't. So right, they created dark star, right. Who's going to, I believe, and I've I've seen other people say this, so this is where I get that belief. He's going to go to the House of Dane, Steal, steal Dawn, Dawn, yeah, and John is going to somehow come across it, right? And yes. He's, and no, no, he, no. I was I was thinking that fight between them because Darkstar is a good fighter, you know? yeah. So, so, but John's going to have Dawn, and, and he, he's going to be Azor Ahai. Azor Ahai, the prince that was promised. In order to become the prince that was promised, he had to take his sword. He tried to forge the sword three different times, and when he tried to cool it, he cooled it in water. It didn't work. He cooled oil. it in in uh, oil. oil. It didn't work. It shattered. He stabbed it, through, his, it stabbed through a lion's so heart. He, he stabbed it through a lion's heart. It didn't work. And then he finally stabbed it through... Uh, Nissa Nissa. Nissa Nissa. Yeah. Stabbed it through her heart, and the sword worked. It it, it became... So he's going to have to kill Danny. It became Lightbringer. I believe that's how he's going to be- become the prince of promised promise. He has to kill Danny. Shit. And then they take on the others. All the political shit ends, and then the others come. I would, again, the way I, I would have liked to have seen it written, the way I would have written it, is to have them have lost at King's Landing mm-hmm. and have to fall back to Dorne, and Dorne is frozen. Oh, yeah, they have to go all the way down. They're at the reach. They're, right. at, the, they're because, at fucking Castlerley exactly. Rock. Exactly. They're all the I mean, way they're down. They're, they, they keep, they've conquered everything. And winter follows them all right, the way down. Exactly. That's why I actually wrote the beginning of a scene with the survivors in the water gardens in Dorne, and they're frozen. And they're all standing around, and they're. One of the conversations was, uh, it was uh, hilarious Sand talking to Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Two know. bastards. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she's like, thanks for the the garment she's she's like we didn't have much use for that stuff down here he's like yeah until now and then they kind of have we like, told you we've been saying this for thousands of years that winter was coming <laughs> well and actually i did put a thing like that in there she's like hilarious and just did say well your family always said it was coming didn't they yeah he's like yeah but it was more you know yeah we um, didn't really think uh but that's uh, turns out that is what winter is coming means. They're Absolutely. coming back. Right. They're coming back. It has nothing to do with actual winner. Right. It's the others. I'm one, which is such a better name for it than White Walkers and, or the Night King and all that the stuff. The others is like, so it's been used in other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like the fact that it's used uh, in that so... I love how they use it as like, a, oh, fuck him. Ah, the others take him. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, that's not real. You know, yeah. um, it's like snarks and grumpy. Boogeyman. Um, I, I love, you know, I actually, in, the, the ones who had made it to the end, I, I kind of chose randomly because I wanted people to have died. I can't remember who I'll put in. I would like to actually find that bit of writing because I feel like it was solid fan fiction. Somehow a, a member of House Beesberry makes it to the end. No, it wasn't anything necessarily like those. It would have been like lesser characters. Like I think, uh, well, Larry of Sand made it, you mm-hmm. know, and then I think, I think all the Sand Snakes except one had been killed. Um, John made it. Um, Daenerys didn't. In the fight at uh, Winterfell, she got killed. Uh, she got killed in fighting uh, one of the dragons, like the ice, the uh, the evil dragon, and she got killed. Um, See, in the book, it's been established that the dragons can't cross the wall. Right. I wonder how they're going to get around that. They're going to blow the Horn of Winter and crum- crumble the wall. Well, whoever who has the Horn of Winter right now, it might be You're on Greyjoy. He thinks he has Dragonbinder? Yeah. Because they they blew on it at the king's moot. Right. And it killed his guy that blew on it and exactly. it set his insides on fire. And that was one of Euron's sons. Jesus. <laughs> he sacrificed his own son for that. <laughs> what a sack of shit. Oh, man. And he's an awesome fucking character. Goddamn. I mean, that's he's, fucking, bar- uh, he's barely in it. Right. Barely in it. But and you're he's like, so- I'm wondering about this fucking guy. I like the Because other people reference him. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Victorian, who's a moron. <laughs> references. Yeah, he's not bright. <laughs> no, he's 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 going to go get his queen. This motherfucker. Everybody's coming to get Daenerys. She don't want none of you. All right. Um. <laughs> I like Victarion. I thought he was a cool character. No, oh, he's, he's great, but, but he's a moron. But he's a dumbass. It's just like fucking Quentin. Quentin uh, Martell. Yeah. <laughs> Just go man you can't you can't get a leash and haul a dragon off I like the fact though that uh, sir barriston you know had that moment where he he shows he's not completely naive he's looking at Quentin he's just like why couldn't it be Garris drinkwater I mean, yeah he, he's such a handsome lad you know it's like that would like she doesn't she wants fire not mud you know and that and he said that drink water lad is you know sandy hair comely and he talks about the eyes that many a many a maiden had fallen for he'd wager you know things like that and it's you know, so it sounds like Sir Barison wants a little bit of himself. No. Sir Barison might sway. You no, know, he's just he's just one of those guys that understands the world. He's mm-hmm. an old enough man to have put all that bullshit aside. Where you're scared to see another man as attractive. You know, not that you find him attractive, you understand why he is attractive. You know, and he's knows Daenerys. He's like, no, that kid ain't gonna cut it. You know. But that kid would, you know, because um, yeah. he knows Dario. I wish he would kill Dario Harris I don't like Dario Noharis. I don't like him in the show. I don't like him in he's the book. He's a good plot device. He is, but he's a fucking prick, and I can't stand him. Um, I like. I don't like the fact that they took Strong Bellis out. I like Strong Bellis. Strong Bellis rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, he just but, wants to fight. And the, the, he lets them cut him before he fucking kills him. That's I love that he awesome. always refers to himself in third person. Strong Belus is hungry. <laughs> Do you think uh, Hisdar poisoned the locusts? Yeah. It's pointing that way. It is. But yeah. I wouldn't doubt it if one of the Green Graces or somebody else. Uh, Galara what's Gazar. her name Gazar. she's she's far too uh likable for my taste i think that she's got something to do with it i think that uh but the worst case the worst part about it is that she's not wrong about a lot of the things mm-hmm. i mean daenerys is an interloper she is she is coming to their place and telling them how to live and all that stuff um there are slavers and they suck but but one thing that hasn't happened yet and i don't know if you picked up on this you know that all the slaves of Atlantis are going to rise up did you read that um, she's talking to the old, when the uh, Jor is talking to the old woman. Yeah. She says woman, the one where they're they go in the bar, he's got Tyrion with him. Oh, pretty Maris. No one pretty Maris. She's, he got her a pair of gloves. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, uh, tell her we're waiting, but we can't wait forever. She leads the slaves in Volantis. They made a point of saying, of creating that slate, the group of slave people, and her being a liberator, she's going to have an army of slaves at her back that have broken their chains of lances and are marching to fucking Westeros with her. Mm. That, because the the force they gave her in the show ain't near enough to fucking cutting it. I know the insulator badasses and all that stuff. You can't just build an army on that. Especially with the fucking, the, the, what the others are going to bring. You just don't have it. So they need all those people. And even then, they probably still should lose. I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's so... Thinking about that battle, how he's going to write it, gets me fucking... Gives me chills. Well, as of right now, she's been captured by another khalasar. Um, yes, but did you, you know, notice what happened when they found her? What's that? The dragon was eating the horse. Do you, don't I, you... I missed that. The... Uh, I think that's... I think that's what happened. The uh, Dothraker won for signs and portents, and so they... You know, a horse eating the dragon. That means that the dragons are more powerful than us. That we should follow her. You know, something like that is going to go down. Where she's, gonna the she's going to have she's entire Calazar another Calazar. Yeah, and she's going to have screamers. Yeah, and she's going to have the unsullied. She's going to have uh, all the slaves of Volantis. She's going to have the second sons. Yeah, um, the Golden yeah. Company are with uh, Aegon or Phaegon as they called him. Yeah, I like that character, dude. Fagon, I really like him. Yeah, because I think he's going to get on the throne in the in the next book. Yeah, he's going to take out Tommen. I think they're going to kill Tommen. Oh, that would be, he's such a he's such a good boy. I think they're going to get I think that's how maybe Cersei gets it too. Well, no, she said she'd be cast down by um a woman. Yeah, okay. Maggie the Frog told her that. Um, so it's either going to be she thinks it's going to be uh Marjorie. Marga- it's not Marjorie. No. It's either going to be Sansa or it's going to be Daenerys. So but uh, I think Fagon's going to get on the throne. Because old uh, John Connington, old uh, gray Hands, Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Is, uh, that was a shock when he did that. You know, when he pulled his glove off and he, he, he's he got fucking... Grayscale? He's got grayscale. And stuff. Yeah. I was kind of expecting somebody to get it because of the show. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know who it was going to be. Right. And then whenever I saw the... Uh, the fight on the boat, I was like, oh, in the book, is Tyrion going to get it? Right. But Tyrion might be a Targaryen, so he might not be able to get I it. I really think Tyrion's Targaryen. I really think he is. I think that uh, they, they had mentioned before that Eris uh, had taken certain liberties with Joanne Lannister during the betting. So I think that uh, Tyrion might, mm-hmm. during, but that alluded to something else. You know, they wouldn't have put that in there. Maybe see what's so nothing right- is in there for for no reason even if it's just to throw you off exactly he's, that's why he's such a tremendous writer you can't dude I don't I don't like to toot my own horn but you know you know I know when something's coming like mm-hmm. I can usually predict it there are so many curves I've been throwing that shit I'm like how the fuck did I not see that you know I knew John was a Targaryen early on I knew that mm-hmm. um, but other things that were just complete curveballs I will admit that I did not see Ned's death coming when I read the first book. But that's been 25 fucking yeah, years Yeah, you ago. were 19 years old. Yeah. When, when so uh, And I was a big fantasy fan. I'm like, well, you can't kill off the main camp. He's the guy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> can, yeah, you can. I so, can. That's yeah. what George said. Yeah. I mean, it was- Fuck what you heard. We're doing things different. Dude, that book was the first Game of Thrones book. I wish, part of me wishes I could go back in time and have no knowledge of those books and read What them do you more. think uh, took them so long to try and- um, Make a show or a movie. Out. Because he deliberately made it to be unfilmable. Yeah, because of the names and dragons. and Yes, he did all those. See, he had a bad taste in his mouth because he had... Uh, beauty and the Beast is the thing that soured him on writing for TV shows. You know, he wrote the Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. show in the 80s. Um, it was a good show. It was an excellent show because everything he does is well written. That's why I had such a massive cult. Linda follow. Hamilton played the Beast. Ron Perlman, the Beauty. <laughs> Ron Perlman, mm. my God! I, they didn't have to put any makeup on him. They kind of didn't. <laughs> I'm sure he's heard that joke a thousand times. I'm sure he loves it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's banking. I love Ron Perlman. He's one of my, one of my favorite shit movies of all time. Ice Pirates. Oh um, boy, have you watched that? Probably not. I've got it. I'm sure I watched it when I was a kid. No, I've got it on my Amazon Prime. You need to watch it. Okay. Um, no, um, <sighs> George R. R. Martin. Even Tad Williams, he's almost as good as George R. R. Martin for things happening and me not seeing it. I'll tell you, this last book, he was introducing characters, and I was like, how did I not not know who that was? Because it seems so so obvious once it's revealed. I'm like, fuck! You know, um, I would almost like to see you really give those a go. Those are good books. And which ones are those, Memory, Sorrow? Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn. And I'll then and, and then the other and then the other uh the second part of his Last King of Austin art. So there's six books gonna be well no there's gonna be seven. Are they all tomes like George R. R. Martin's? Oh yeah. Okay. The Green Angel Tower is like two thousand pages long. It is unfucking real. I told you this before. They had to print two paperbacks because they could not make a paperback big enough to fit the book. Hmm. That is no bullshit. Like I, actually, I mean it's I've got the hardback at the house, and just the in the book the audacity to introduce a really huge plot point in the fifth book of what we thought was going to be a six book series. Right? Just the whole fake Aegon thing—who who might be the son of Rhaegar? Yeah, but we, might not be right. It's but whole we've discussed thing. this before. The whole thing with him is he's such a gardener storyteller that it's just grown. It's grown beyond his. It's it's. I don't wanna say it's grown beyond his grasp, but it's gotten really unwieldy. He needs yeah, he needs to trim some things. Uh, he needs to get it under control. <laughs> Prune. Maybe. I mean, he's not gonna finish that last book. We should we ought I think he will. Um I, I really hope I think know. he's inspired again because um right around whenever the last one came out. Was right around whenever they started messing with his story on HBO. Right, they started taking some things out, moving it around. This guy's not there now. Right, well, we're not going to do the Stoneheart thing. How about you go fuck yourself? Right, and that, I think that took it took him away. Mm-hmm. And since House of Dragon came out, and people are like, "This is fucking amazing. We love it. Right, we want more of what you do." I think he's going to get him done. And now everybody's hyped. Everybody's hyped about Duncan Egg. You know, everybody and you, you know, we, we might see something that we've never seen before in in, uh, in in America ever. Maybe even in the world. We might see fistfights over a fucking Game of Thrones book uh, over a book <laughs> because they might be running out. You're right. The first time it's not a fucking toy on Black Friday. It's a book that's been released that we've been waiting so long for that's going to be so massive. I'd punch a motherfucker if I had to get a, you know, now people can buy the Kindle version, but people don't want that. I want the book. I don't want a Kindle. I don't have a Kindle. I'd have to buy a Kindle to get the Kindle version. Well, you can have a Kindle but, thing in your phone. Yeah, but I don't like reading on my phone. It's too small. I want to hold the thing. You know what I mean? That's fair. If got I'm, the, I've got my Kindle Fire. It's fine. I mean, if I could, if I. They're not that expensive. I could just get a regular. Oh you can get a good one. You can, you can get, get a, go a good one for a hundred dollars. Yeah, maybe I'll just get one of those if they're running out of books. But still, I'd like to have hold the thing in my hand. Right. I want to. I want to f- feel how retardedly big the thing is. Absolutely. You know, I <laughs> mean, you you that dance with dragons. My I, hands get tired whenever I was right. reading Dance with Dragons, dude. You have it no, is a thousand pages. Can you imagine how I felt? I waited for over 10 years between uh, A Feast for Crows and Dance with Dragons. I remember walking into Walmart and seeing it and fucking being almost sexually aroused. Like, this is going to be awesome. You know, and I pick it up and I'm looking at it. I'm like... And it was almost unreal. I flew through it because I was so excited to be reading it. It was almost unreal because it was such a thing that I've been waiting for for so long. You know, and, and when it finally happened, I was like... Well, I'm going to have to do that again. You know, it was it was that good. So, excellent book. You yeah, know, it's it's the best one. You think of all of them, and I say that kind of sadly because there's no aria in it. There's very little aria in it. Right. I think there's one chapter where she uh, gets her first kill as a faceless man. Right. She cuts the guy. She killed Darren. She killed Darren. But as a faceless man. Like they gave her her first. Line. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot because she cuts the guy's purse and uh, puts her coin in with his. She doesn't steal any coins of his. She she switches one out and has the poison on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they take it to the uh, the moneylender guy or whatever he is. And he he always bites his coin. She noticed that right, and that's how she killed him. That was so fucking good. It was. I love the fact though too that how she killed uh, the guy from the Night's Watch, and she killed him, and that's when. That the end of that chapter is like the next when she woke up the next day she was blind. I was like the guy from the, oh yeah 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 the yeah, singer yeah yeah like they knew there was they, no reason to do that. Said uh, a girl named Maria Stark killed uh, a black brother. Why would so why would a girl do such a thing? You know I love that's one of the better choices for the show is when they made Jannikar the guy in the temple makes complete sense. He's a wildly inter- engaging actor and 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 character. Really great. He's good in fucking Stranger Things. So, you know, I like that, but I want it, I I like the kindly old man. The kindly kind of, old man gives a different balance to it the does. Whole thing. And it makes everything seem so much more ancient. And I think so, we'll find out that he is and Hagar. He's nobody, but um he's nobody. maybe I I Jack no, Jokin Hagar is in uh he's in he's in uh he's in Westeros right now. Oh yeah. Remember the first chapter of uh Feast for Crows? No. Pate? Steely Pate? No, no, oh, That's the, that's the armor in <laughs> Duncan Egg. The kids are at in Old Town and uh, he the Which kids? Okay, you had uh the Sphinx, Alaris the Sphinx, um Molander, um shit, uh they were they were four kids. At Old Town, wanting to be maesters. Is the epilogue? No, no, no. Or it's, prologue? It's the prologue. Okay. And the uh, Pate stole the one of the keys from uh, from uh, Grandmaster Walgrave, stole mm-hmm. one of his keys, and gave it to this guy for a golden dragon. And he bit it, and then he feels his legs start to go watery. Because he, he's just like well because we, the guy asked him was like well what are you today he's like I'm a thief he's like I thought so he's like he made the coin dance crosses knuckles and he gave it to him he's like here's your golden dragon thanks for the key and he is and he when he takes the the thing off his he's got a scar right here and his hair is a, a tight map that's Car. he is is he the the guy that was po- he was posing as a maester yes and he wasn't he, posing as a maester he was posing as someone who needed a key to get into the get into the maester into into old town it, to when, find out about dragons or it something didn't say it didn't because say what, they go to a maester and the maester finds out that there is Daenerys Targaryen and she does have that's dragons Mar- and he takes off that's more ma- I haven't heard from the motherfucker that's more Mar- the uh Mar- when they, the call the they call him the half maester they call him the half maester because he's this grand but I like that no wait is he, is is he the one that was on the boat with Phaegon? No. There, there was a scene where they go in. It might have been in a prologue. Um, they go into Old Town, and he's sort of like a warrior. They call—I think it's Marwyn the Mage. Yeah, because he beat a guy to death with his fists. Yeah, and he and they go in, and he they give him information about Daenerys Targaryen. Actually, I think I dragons. got two characters confused. Yeah, the Halfmaester is somebody with with Aegon. Yes, uh, no, it's the one the the. He's in there, and uh, Leo Tyrell, lazy Leo Tyrell, is in there, and he's talk And the kid wants to fuck the whore's daughter, and he needs a golden dragon to do it. So he's 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 a, not a very smart kid. He's talking about how uh, Rosie is the girl's name, Marwin the maid. Yeah, that's he's he's, the mastiff. Um, and they're talking about you know, they're celebrating something and they and they go to uh, the place to get the fearsomely strong side or whatever. And then they um, are talking and then the other guys leave and paid is left and he's drunk and he, and he gets into an argument with uh, with Leo Tyrell. Then he walks away and he gives uh, the key to um, the guy who he doesn't know. The guy takes his hood off. He's got a ma- He's got a tight uh, map of curls on top of his head, a scar on his, on his face, kind of a hook nose. Um, and, uh, you know, and he gives him the he the golden the golden dragon. And he bites it to make sure it's real. And then as he walks away, he like collapses on the stone and dies. Mm. That that guy is Jakena Car. I will put fucking dollars to donuts on it. So Jakena Car is is not just he didn't just get caught in fucking King's Landing to be. He is on a mission. He is on to kill somebody, or he's doing something for the faceless right. man. Here's here's what I uh found out of the the scene I was talking about. Leo Tyrell tells a group of novices and acolytes yes. that, assembled at the quill and tankard, which is a bar, right. That Marwin believes the tales of dragons are true and that he has managed to light an obsidian candle, which is something they didn't include in the show. Um Leo refers to Marwin as the Mastiff and says that the menagerie other archmasters hate him. Yep. Asha Greyjoy finds Lord Roderick Harlow reading Marwin's book. Um, uh, at Marwyn's request, Alaris brings Sam. This is the last time we heard from Sam. Sam, well, yep. Tarly, to meet with Marwyn after taking him at Seneschal's court. Marwyn listens to Sam's story, then declares that he is off to meet Daenerys Targaryen. Right. Okay. That's that's where he came from. It was in um, a Sam chapter. Yes. So we haven't heard from him since. He's he's going to go try to find Daenerys, too. Right. There's all these people going... I know, right. <laughs> and there's going to be all this clash of people wanting to do different things. It's crazy. It's so good. And I'm hoping we get, get it this... The end of this year, beginning of next year. Oh yeah, I think it'll happen. Do you think it'll happen? Yes, I do. I think it's close. Do you think he'll get all the Dunkin' Egg stuff done that he wants to get done? Um, yes. We need Summerhall. Summerhall needs to be. Summerhall needs to happen. Yeah. We know what happens, but it's we a, don't a, know what It's going to be a terrible tragedy. It's going to be something that's hard to read. I, I've, I had no idea he was Eris' dad. He's the Mad King's dad, mm-hmm. Dunk or, or Egg. It's crazy. Anyway. I think no, we're going- no. Grandfather? Grandfather. Okay. There's Eris. I mean, there's Aegon, Jaharis then Eris. Okay. All right. I think we've done enough damage here. I think we have. I'm tired. You're tired. Yeah, I need a fucking hot bath, man. You don't have the ibuprofen in handy, do you? I only have aspirin. Does that do the job, I wonder? It does something, I suppose. You can have a fistful of them. Well, thanks for listening. Look uh, for my new <laughs> single. It should be out sometime in the next week or two. Thanks for listening and go fuck yourselves.